not the years, honey. It's the mileage. Oh, man. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Backtrack. I'm your host, Connor Norton, and today I'm joined by, he hates snakes, Julian Albus. <laughs> I, hate, I do hate snakes. <laughs> How you doing, my man? Hey, doing all right. I'm happy that you're back because today we are talking about the first Indiana Jones movie, yep. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. First of all, what a cool name. What a cool name. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that is, that is a pretty cool Isn't that name. a cool name? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn you. I may shit on this movie. I really hope you don't. <laughs> I'm going to warn you. I'm gonna, I may be doing that. If you don't know what the show is, we kind of like take a look back on like childhood movies that we've kind of grew up with or majority of people have kind of grown up with and right. take a giant recap on them and kind of go over everything about them, what we like, what we don't like, you know, yeah. just go through the whole story, our memories of them, the whole shebang. So yeah. if you like that, please, thank you for listening. we got a whole catalog going. Yeah. Um, but today we're talking about Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. and I grew up with this. Right. You did. I didn't. You didn't. So no. this, so go over that real quick because you're, the first time you ever even saw – so did you know what Indiana Jones was as a kid? I knew what it was. I just didn't understand some of the cultural references until I had like over time, right? Like well into your adulthood. Even. Right. Yeah. Closer to my adulthood did I, did I not understand all the complete references. Okay. For example, I was watching – um, like growing up, I watched the Rugrats movie that came out, right? And there's a scene where it's the opening scene where the where the babies are like going after this monkey, this gold monkey, and they have to like go through the trap doors and the floors and all that, and they're like switching out the the thing, and then a rock comes rolling down. I had no, it went way over my head that that was an Indiana Jones reference, yeah. right? I had no idea until 2007. So this is like, oh geez, like four or five years later that I was like. Oh, this is from Indiana Jones, and then like the whole switching thing, like the whole monkey switching thing. I didn't actually that part right there. I didn't even learn that till like high school. Like I didn't know that was a scene, and, and so it was. I never grew up with it. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point to bring up because this movie in particular right. has a lot of iconic shots and, and pop culture stuff that has has been influenced and like spoofed or whatever. Right. In tons and tons of other things. Yeah. Like it's in Rugrats. It's in. Yeah. Freaking Lego, you know, spoofs it, and you know all this other stuff. Yeah, covers it. Yeah, but I know who I knew who Indiana Jones was. I just never understood like any of the references. Cause do you, were you like not allowed to watch the movies? Were they kind of too no, scary? Just, or no, we just we were more into comic heroes and Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and that kind of stuff. We were never really into any of the like classic movie stuff. Yeah, I so for me it was I it was never one of my absolute favorite things, right? right. I was more – like, my other franchise interests were other things, you know? It was always, like, on the backside, like, oh, yeah, Indiana Jones, that's cool. But, right. like, I was more into, you know, like, Star Wars and right. Lord of the Rings and Marvel and DC and, you know, like, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Lego, Bionicles even, you know? Right. Like, that wasn't, like, my forefront, like, franchise I'm obsessed with, you know what I yeah. mean? When you look back on it and you watch the movies, it's definitely one of the better action stuff. It's one of the first blockbusters that was like, oh, it's, you know, establishing this action franchise of this hero right. going out and doing these things and it's a cool setting. It's yeah. set in the past, you know. But like that old, it kind of has like that Lone Ranger kind of feel to it. Like the heroes, like, that, this is all we're focusing on. Yeah, and this one guy. Spielberg and George Lucas yeah. collaborating to make this character. Is, I didn't, see, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's cool. I think it's a really, I probably first got into it middle school age i okay. think that's probably a prime age to get into indiana jones because what we talked about in the previous we've talked about this in the previous few episodes to talk okay. about g movies and pg movies oh, and stuff yeah. and indiana jones being pg this movie raiders of the lost ark is rated <laughs> pg 
And it's the reason that the PG-13 even exists is because of – Is it of, really the reason, though? Because of Temple of Doom, the next one. That, like, wow. like we can't let this – like, it's not R-rated, but we cannot let this be PG. Like, right. this is crazy. There's people eating monkey brains and, like, taking hearts out of chest. Like, we can't <laughs> – like, this has to stop. We need another rating. When I saw – I think is when, when – when did I realize that this was not a PG movie? Um – for sure, that one of the last scenes, right? When the faces are melting when off. The faces are melting off. That's for sure when I knew. I but I think it was like in the opening scene when the guy has the spikes through his face and yep. everything. Yep. And like, there's zombie. There's like a PG. <laughs> I mean, but that little scene right there. That's more. That's right at the beginning. Gruesome. Right at the beginning. Yeah. This is a family movie. Yeah. You know. That's kind of gruesome. Like, Very gruesome. It's like borderline R movie. Right yeah. There. It's like it's a dead body with spikes all going through and, and blood. blood. Yeah. Eighties yeah. were a different time, dude. Nineteen eighty one is a different time. Uh, but so you didn't, you didn't watch any of these growing up. The first one you saw was <laughs> Crystal Skull. Can you tell me the story again? I just want people to know. Okay. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> me, I had never seen an indie movie, right? So for me, I, I, I claim innocence because I didn't know any better. Me and my, fr- I hung out with this youth group and it was my cousin and all her friends and all the church friends that we went to, right? They all grew up with indie films. They, all of them. So Around this time, it was like, what, 07, 08, that Crystal Skull came out. And they're like, hey, the new Indiana Jones movie is supposed to come out. Like, let's go see it or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'll just tag along, whatever. Went to go see it and, I'll, and then watched the movie. And I thought, I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's Indiana Jones. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, this is it. This is it. But he was like, obviously, uh, Harrison Ford is like way older. Way older. This is uh, Shia LaBeouf like a year or two after Transformers. Yep, right after. So, yeah. So I'm thinking like, oh okay, like that's the first indie film. What what were the people react the people you were with reaction like? Um, the girls were mostly like, eh, okay, like, all right, and then the guys were like mad. They were like pissed off. Yeah, and I was like, I don't understand. And so I asked, them, I was like, you you didn't like it? And they were like, no, that was terrible. <laughs> and I was like, oh okay, well that was my first Indiana Jones. They're like, wait what? They're like, what the? Hell? And they're like, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, that was my first indie film. So I feel so bad for you, man. But I didn't know any better. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. The same way that I felt about Crystal Skull, like, eh, okay. Like, that was indie. I felt that watching this one. I was like, the whole time? Yeah, I was like, huh? Or just at the end? No, the whole time. The, the ending of this one, The Raiders of the Ark, I, I was, I'm pissed off. I'm mad. <sighs> yeah. But the entire time during watching this Raiders of the Ark with you, I was like, huh, okay. Really, nothing intrigued you? Like it was, because I mean, for me, let me. The facts behind the making of the movie more intrigued me more than the actual movie. Itself. Wow, yeah, that's crazy to me, man. I don't yeah. understand, because I have a weird relationship with Indiana Jones. A lot of people are in the same boat. Right. It's very divisive which ones are the best because right. there's a trilogy. Obviously, it was the first. See, three. I, I thought there was just the one. Yeah, and the Crystal yeah. Skull, no one ever talks about because it's horrible. Yeah. You know? And they're somehow making a fifth one that was supposed to come out this year, but who knows? See, what's I always happen. thought the Temple of Doom was the first one. So I guess canonically, it's the first one. It's a prequel to this one. It came out oh, after. I didn't know that. But it's technically a prequel, I guess. So were they trying to do like a Star Wars thing again? It, that, this is before Star Wars even did a prequel. Like when this came, when that came out. But three, four, or four, five, and six are prequels. Or no? Oh, no they did one, two, and three after. Oh, that was nineteen ninety nine when yeah, Phantom yeah, yeah. Menace came out. But yeah, okay, never mind. With the Temple of Doom, because I never enjoyed Temple of Doom, okay. or or Crystal Skull. I've never seen Temple of Doom. Yeah. It, Maybe, who knows? Maybe that would be like, oh, this is that's what it's all yeah. about. You know, that's gonna get you in there. But I absolutely loved Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last okay. Crusade, and okay. I don't know if it's because 
the actual historical element of it with the uh, the actual like biblical like magical artifacts oh, and they're actually okay. doing okay. stuff because okay. Temple of Doom is like some random Indian religion and they're like taking hearts out and there's like a but it's like an Aztec that's an Aztec thing where they would sacrifice people and rip hearts out and stuff. yeah it's, it's some cult thing that they're okay. sacrificing things and it, it takes place in like India or something and okay. it never felt like Indiana Jones it never felt like historical it never felt archaeological oh, but with Temple of Doom or oh God Raiders, Raiders of the Last Ark and okay. Last Crusade okay. it's both Indy taking on Nazis and the Nazis right. are both going after like occult artifacts like biblical right. artifacts right. which it did happen in real life they were looking for like artifacts and stuff right. like that well, with Raiders of the Lost Ark going after the Lost Ark of the Covenant, and then right. Last Crusade going after the Holy Grail. Oh. And that, I was like, oh, I was fascinated by it. Oh, I was like, that's so interesting, like, taking those bi- biblical yeah. things and making them real in the world. Right. Like, oh, these were lost, and now we have one clue, we can go find it now. Right. That always fascinated me. I yeah. loved it so much. Those are the only two I liked. Okay. I didn't like Temple Doom, really. I, I haven't even seen it in years at this point, because I okay. only really watched two of them. See, I had only heard of Temple of Doom growing up but i guess all the references that i f- started to figure out were from raiders of the ark like the ball the, the, the yep the boulder yeah, the, the the, the changing of the changing of the idol with yep. the bag of sand the gif i remember i was telling you this i was like oh that's where this is from like the gif about the 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 skin being ripped or burned alive and going melting down. off yeah that's actually a gif and i had no idea that was from uh from raiders of the yeah Ar- of it's, the I, it goes it's like really pop cultural like yeah. it goes it and everything. I didn't realize how impactful it was until, yeah. until I watched it. I was like, oh, this is from that. Oh, this is – I was like piecing it together. So does that make you appreciate it a little bit more than at that, that point? Oh, I appreciate it. Oh, for sure. I appreciate it. But the movie itself, I'm just kind of like, eh. Oh, okay. man. It's so weird. <laughs> so I, 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 hope to, I hope you gave it a fair shake or, you know, like especially yeah. going forward with this recording, like you're going to, you know, at right. least be fair. I, I, will, I will be honest and I will be fair. Okay. Okay. That's all I can ask for you. Um, but I can't promise that I'm going to make you happy. <laughs> I'm already upset. I'm, I'm, I'm furious. We should end it right now. Uh, before we get started, though, I wanted to give a shout-out to the, the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. What's that? This the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Ooh, yeah. That was one of my favorite rides. It's, it's a great, yeah. awesome ride. It's my second favorite ride. Second only. What's your first one? Matterhorn. Matter okay. my favorite, right? okay. yeah, and the only reason is because it always shuts down and it's always like it's so hard to get on it <laughs> just See, like i know how hard it is because it's like a almost three four hour wait sometimes it takes forever to get on but i've been on it every time that i've gone wow you're yeah. lucky you're lucky i've had to like well shut down this year i'm like i go once a year if that and yeah. like can i have it go on it once <laughs> <laughs> my favorite rides are actually indiana jones and pirates of the caribbean great rides yeah. great rides and great movies i like well, at least the first one of pirates is a great movie <laughs> we'll cover pirates yeah, in this, we'll in this co- podcast this oh show. i'm about to make you real mad about that. <laughs> you don't like the f- no because i but i think pirates got better with when as the movies went on oh and you're then, not, uh, and then all of a sudden it dropped off after three well yeah, we can agree on that yeah but i i don't think it got better after the first one the first one's my favorite one for sure no, God. before we get into that let's just stick with okay. indiana jones for a yep. second because i yep. wanted to give a shout out to temple of the forbidden eye because I have so many memories of that with my neighbor Cameron. Okay. Shout out to Cameron and yeah. my siblings, yeah. Kate and Cameron, who have been on the podcast before. But I can like we we've gone through that queue multi- so many times. Yeah. I can I can recite because Sala is like introducing you to the queue. Who Sala? Who's that? He's the guy. He's like he's in Egypt. He's the digger. He's like the uh, the excavator. Oh, 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 he's Indy's yeah, yeah. friend. He's yeah. like in, you know. I kept getting mixed up with all the names and faces. And yeah. Movies. What's your first? Yeah. yeah. But he's like he's like oh welcome my friend yeah. and I'm Sala and I'm here to. 
he he basically tells you you know to put on the seatbelts and everything. Right. But I can I can recite the whole thing. Damn. I'm not going to. <laughs> but uh, but he the the one quote was just like because I remember going through that line multiple times. And right. then one time we went to Disneyland, we we went through the exit uh-huh. multiple times to get onto that ride faster. Oh, oh shit! Because someone we were with had like a wheelchair. Oh. Oh, so we were able to kind of sneak on the ride okay, that way through okay. the queue, and we just kept going and going and going, and it was some of my best memories. Indiana are, Jones is like the easiest ride to get on multiple times. No, it's, yeah. If it's busy, no, it's hard. I've never seen Indiana Jones busy. Every time that I've gone, you're nuts. It's busy all the time. I've never seen it busy. Ever. When's the last time you've been? It's been well, it's a long been, time for you. It's been years, but I've gone three times, and I've ridden Indiana Jones and Pirates more than any other ride in Disneyland. Well, you can ride it more, but it's busy all the time. Well, no, you have to get fast passes. I'm telling and you, stuff. I've I've ridden Indiana Jones in a single given day like three or four times. That the whole day. Uh, out of the well, because I would go ride the other stuff, right? Yeah. But I would do like one and two back to back. Then I come back for a third, and then I come back later for a fourth. Yeah. But never needed a fast track ever. I just be on there like oh, you're not, five. It's, it's so hard to get on. Really? Now nowadays it's hard to get on. Interesting. Yeah. I've never had a problem. I, but I, I love that ride. The ride is so great hmm. with the going through with the, uh, you know, the snakes are there and the whole thing. I have so many so great memories. You're in a jeep though, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. In the jeep, you can go through the yeah. temple and yeah. you see Indy and he's like, oh. He's like, oh, come he's, over here. He's no, like, he's like, he's like dumb tourist, you know, and he just yeah. tells you to go the other way. Yeah. And the the best moment is when the uh, the idol is like, oh, don't look into the eyes of the idol. That would be dangerous, very dangerous. And it, like it goes to like the picture, and it's like a skull. This woman's like staring into the eyes. <laughs> and then the next scene is she's like a skeleton. She died or oh, whatever. Shit. But because everyone else is covering their eyes. Yeah. But like I I recite that thing the whole time. Damn. And then when we go through the ride, and he's like the idol's like, oh, you seek treasure. Yeah. Look into my eyes. I'll give it to you. And yeah. every time I'm like. I stare, I stare right at it. <laughs> What's funny is that um, my first time riding it, I thought they had actual darts when, when, you, when you have to duck at Yeah. Because I could feel like the air. The pressure. I mean, I, yeah, the, it's air pressure, but I felt them like with on my back. Yeah. And like, he's like, duck, duck. And then you duck, right? And I was like, and I was like, oh, was it, they have actual darts in Disneyland? Like, and they're actually like skeletons, like shooting them too. They're yeah, like, they're like uh-huh. trying to fire at you. Yeah. Oh, it's real I great. thought they were. I thought they were real. I was like, oh damn, that's a good ride. It's a great ride. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones. Like that's maybe the best part of Indiana Jones is that freaking ride. They yeah. did so well on that ride. Um, but besides that, are you ready to break it? Let's, let's recap. Go. Let's recap it. All yeah, right, let's do it. So the movie opens up. It's 1936. Mm. Indiana Jones. He's in South America and he's leading some men through like the yeah. jungle. Yeah. Uh, we like get Amazon or something. Yeah, we get like obviously the great John Williams music. We've talked about before. Music yeah. is amazing on this one. It sounds super similar to S- Superman. Superman, uh, indie, and Star, and Wars. Star Wars. They're all right. really close together. Yeah. But we see like he's leading a group of men who are like guides or something like that. Yeah. He's hired or something like that. Like they're like locals. Yeah, like assistants or something. Yeah. yeah, and they're leading him through like various statues and shrines and things that you're seeing covered by the jungle and they're all getting scared by various things you see a couple of them like try to like murder him behind his back you know they're and there they, for the cash yeah they're, they're there to, to yeah. rob him blind you know right. dumb american you know they're gonna take yeah. it from him they see like various poisonous darts as well and they're like oh the jovitos are near oh no yeah. and then uh it's as the opening credits are going by and then we only see indiana jones as like a silhouette we don't actually see him yeah that's right yeah uh and then one of the best character reveals is when the guy like Goes, he like gets he's like putting the map together, Indy, uh-huh. uh, and the guy like goes to pull out a gun and shoot Indiana Jones, uh-huh. but he hears it, the gun cock, and he like turns and pulls out the bullwhip, you know, and it cracks, <laughs> and then the gun goes off and. Wait, so this was the guy helping him? Yeah, or at least Indiana Jones hired to help him find the. If he if he thought like or if he knew that this guy was gonna shoot him, why would he? He didn't know. I mean, he heard the gun. Right. He heard the gun cock, and he was like, he pulled out the whip and. So why continue going? 
going forward. Yeah. You're almost there. But what's this guy who just tried to shoot you? Well, that that guy ran away. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. But the other guy stayed. The guy. Who, right. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah you're right. Thorne's See, like, I was bored during this opening scene. How? Because it just dragged. It's just like okay, like okay, we know you're going through the Amazon. Just get to it. Get to it. We talking about? I'm telling you, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt your feelings. I dude. don't understand. <laughs> That's such a cool like opening. He like pulls the gun. And the guy runs away. I felt like I could not get into this movie because of the opening opening scene. It was just like, I mean, I finished it right, but I was just like, it was a struggle to get through it. You're, it's not. Sorry, man. I, I don't I'm understand. sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. The guy runs off into the jungle, but yeah. he shot, which pff, going yeah. through the jungle. Yeah. It alerts everyone to where they are. Right. So obviously, it, this movie, whole movie, makes sense of how people like find them and everything like that because it all makes sense. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. I'm just, I'm gonna hurt your feelings. <laughs> <sighs> Let's continue. Uh, it leaves only uh, Indy and Satipo. Uh, Satipo, played by Alfred Molina, who yeah. is also Doc Ock in Spider-Man Two. This is his yeah. first major acting role. Is yeah. this one? Uh, We've mentioned Spider-Man Two like three weeks in a row at this point. Really? You know that. <laughs> But uh, as they kind of go to enter the temple, uh. and you, you get the sense he's, like, probably with the other guy. You know, they're probably friends or whatever, but he's just still sticking with them to try to get the treasure at yeah, least, you yeah. know. They get to the temple, and Indy's like, this is where a competitor of his came before him, Forrestal. Mm. And he's like, he was good. He was very, very good. Mm. He's like, but he, he disappeared. So, like, oh, this must be his final – whatever happened to him is in this temple. Really? So establishing that Indy has a lot of, like, archaeological rivals okay. and, like – and it's it kind of cool, like, like competitors. It's there's competitors, yeah. He's right. like, oh, he was a competitor. He was good, you right. know. Uh, it's like this cool, like there's like a business of treasure hunting and plundering, right? Like that, that it's not known. There's like a few people. So like this guy Forrestal was one of them. We meet Belloc later on. Yeah, and he's like this cool little like everyone's trying to chase after stuff. Well, that's why I had a question for you at this time, right? In the movie, I was like, who the hell is Belloc? Or maybe that's later. Yeah, uh, Bella comes like right after this. It's like one of his rivals, you okay. know, or like basically his enemy. Because we see him once and then he's gone for the rest of the movie, right? No, no, no he comes. He, he's he's working with the Nazis, Bella. Oh, yeah, okay. he's basically toying with Indy and like trying right. to push him over the edge. Yeah, like the Joker with Batman, yeah. you know. But they enter the temple and they're going off the various booby traps and trying to figure out what's going on. They have the uh, tarantulas crawling all over them. I will give you th- this movie great traps scenes and everything like all the like mystery and all, all the, the treasure stuff and puzzle yeah. stuff is yeah. awesome yeah really they do cool. such a great job because he's like oh stop stay out of the light and yeah. he's like wait what and the spike trap comes out yeah yeah revealing forest doll's rotting corpse body that was from a year ago you know all zombified and rotting so the, so the guy that he was talking about yep yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the the psychics freaking out uh yeah. alfred molina's like oh my god you know? <laughs> but uh kids movie rotting body coming out with spikes yeah. coming out of him eyeballs drowned out you know and if you're not in the 80s if you were a kid watching this and if you pissed yourself you're a baby yeah you're like oh you can't handle indian jones come yeah, on now this is not that scary this different. is when aliens is coming out and that's yeah. rated r and like that's still kids movie <laughs> technically in terminator um but they also have like the the floor the floor trap as well like yeah, the, the if, you, if you step on it and the darts yeah. shoot out so it's it, it's iconic you know he goes across he sees the idol in the middle of the room yeah he does like the iconic like beard scratch. I didn't know that that was iconic. Yeah, the the crowd the myth the method of him crouching like everyone always copies that you know. In the really? Film. Yeah, and then and then replacing it with like the bag of sand. Yeah, right. That, that or part, yeah. Rugrats, I think replace it with like a bottle. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's something. It's, it's done. It's done with everything. Right. But like the music builds and pulls off the idol right as the thing goes. He's like, yeah. oh, piece of cake, I got it. Then all of a sudden, yeah, it activates the trap. I remember being like, oh, well, I remember watching this with you and being like, oh, like that, like that's clever. Like he's a, he's someone who who's. Uh, not clever, but um, resourceful. Like yes. very, yeah, 
He can he can make he can make the best out of any situation. Yeah, he always has some some kind of tool. Yeah. Like it's like a nineteen thirties Batman, you yeah. know, but he's plundering for his own riches, you know, right. kind of thing. So he he makes money off this. Yeah. Interesting. He makes money enough to where he can keep doing it. Like they fund his future stuff. His future ventures. Yeah, because like he gives it to the museum, who the museum pays for him to do it. Because later on, it's implied like, oh, I'm sure everything you do is above the board, Indy. Like mm. they know his his methods are like not resort, like not huh. true, but like they still let him do it anyway because right. they're because getting, they're getting something. They're getting money, and yeah. he's getting money. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's kind of cool, like yeah. sneaky, like stuff. Like it's not kind of all like under the board, like plunder. They're literally plundering these places, right? In the name of archaeology. Huh. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we're all about archaeology, but they're also like also in it for themselves. And it's right. like oh, they're kind of scoundrels. It's yeah. kind of cool. And of course, Harrison Ford plays that perfectly with right, yeah. the Han Solo aspect and yeah, everything. Yeah. Did he do Star Wars before or after this? Before this. Oh. Okay. Before the '77 Star Wars, and this mm-hmm. is '81. Okay. So he's done two Star Wars at this point. Oh. Okay. Um, basically, he takes the idol off the thing. Right. Trav activates. They start running through the thing. Right. Then they jump through the, like the. There's like a gap in the floor. They jump and. This sit, is what got me interested in the movie. This scene right here. Yeah. Sapito yeah. uh, is like, oh, throw me the idol or whatever. Yep, He's yep, like, yep. oh, throw me the whip. He's like, no time to argue. Throw me the idol. And I'll oh, throw you a whip. Already red flag. Yep. <laughs> so Indy has to. I mean, what are you yeah. gonna do? You're gonna the, the door's closing. You know, right. I gotta get out of here. And then he throws in the idol. He's like, oh, give me the whip. He's like, adios, senor, and just leaves him. Like, leaves you, him you, behind. Uh, like, oh, you, damn it. <laughs> knew you're knew you're out to get me. Yeah. But so he he jumps, makes a mad dash to kind of jump make the gap climb pull himself up yeah dives underneath the door pulls the whip out and what i like about it this closes. is I, I i was reminded of 007 the casino royale is that one of the opening scenes of that movie is the parkour and running around but they don't make him to be like a hundred percent like cool or whatever they're like no he's got flaws right so he can jump but he's just like any other human he's gonna struggle at some point yeah. and he's gonna he's gonna make mistakes or he you know He's not. He's not Captain America. Right. He's not like the Superman of the movie where he can just do anything at any time. Which is interesting you point that out because Indiana Jones is constantly getting the shit beat out of him in all these movies. He's yeah. always just getting like punched and like. He's supposed to have a. He's supposed to be an ICU for broken bones, fractured skulls. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's always getting the. He's always getting beat up. Beat up. Yeah. Like he's always just getting punched like crazy. And he, yeah. yeah. But he's always able to manage to keep standing up. You yeah. Know? And like that's what's cool. Well, I mean, about him. he he's kind of like the image. I mean, you can't let. Harrison Ford fall down like he's just like the manliest of the man at this time right yeah so he no even if he gets stabbed or gets hurt or gets punched or he always gets right back up yeah, yeah. it's like Rocky like Rocky can yeah. get bit up but he can he can withstand the beating you right. know yeah uh it's super cool yeah yeah I love it I love it but uh as he as he comes across like the, the stupid guy yeah. uh Alfred Molina didn't realize he forgot about the trap because he's like oh I got the gold let me run yeah. out of here Ran right through the light and got hit by the spike. We see his body yeah. with spikes going through his face and his skull, like everything. And he just dropped the idol because he's dead now. Yeah, kids movie. Dude. Yep, kids movie. Blood. <laughs> There's blood like coming off of his coming face. Coming out of his face. Yeah. yeah, and his eyes and his eye socket Pockets, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He just picks up the idol back and he's like, "Adios, Cepito." You know, he's like, "Oh, that's cool." But of course, we get the iconic right after this, the boulder rolling. Yeah, he's got to run out of there and he yeah. dives right out of there as the boulder goes and clogs up the. The door, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I always wonder, like, why would you not just, like, wait behind it and then, you know, as it goed over you and then you're, you'd be fine. Right. But if it blocked the door, you're, you're stuck, stuck. You're stranded in there. Yeah. yeah. You're not moving to Boulder. Yeah, no. But that's super, super cinematic, super historic. Yeah. Great scene. I wonder why it's so impactful, though. Why is it so iconic? There's a lot of young filmmakers who watched it when they were kids in the 80s and now they're making stuff. And, huh. I mean, Steven Spielberg, it's 1981. It's See, I'm not fascinated it, by Steven Spielberg as much as other people are well if you're if, if you're like a film director okay and he's 
he's coming up. He's made Jaws and all these blockbusters. He's a change. He changed movies forever. Right, no, he definitely did. And if you're a director and you know you're thinking about shots and you're thinking about all this lighting yeah. and everything, like, oh, that's that's my guy, you know. But see, I never. I was same thing with Jaws. I've seen bits and parts of it. Couldn't really get into it. E.T. was one of my favorite childhood movies. Um, Indiana Jones, obviously, even as an adult, I'm like, eh, okay. Jurassic Park. Ooh, I love Jurassic Park. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, too. he's uh, he's got great movies. He's, he's got no, yeah. he's definitely got great movies. I just don't think I was as fascinated by his filmmaking as other people are. Well, uh, you're not in the film industry. These right. are people who no. like live, breathe, and talk no, about movies right. all the time. Yeah, I just I, I've, I'm more fascinated by other stuff, and maybe I'm more of like the latest and greatest. Well, you and Michael Bay can go have a picnic and you guys have a good time. You know, I'll hang out with Steven Dude, Spielberg. Hey, it's fine. Hey, Michael Bay. Hey, he's, he's a god. <laughs> anyway, Indy's Indy greeted by like a group of like indigenous people, yeah. uh, the Javitos. You know, they all have like, their bows and arrows and they're like, yeah. their blow torches on them and they're yeah. being led by a French archaeologist, Belloc, yeah. who is like the rival, the thorn in Indy's side. How is his name spelled? Uh, B-E-L-L-O-Q. Oh, okay. Belloc. Okay. Because the Germans call him Beloche or whatever because oh. they can't pronounce the French yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Okay. But oh, that's right. He's the – oh, he's the French – oh, he's the French dude. Yeah. Okay, okay. You get the sense that it's happened multiple times where he's always like there right as Indy like yeah. gets out of a situation. He's like Indy's thorn. Yeah, he's time. always like one step behind Indy, but he's always a little bit more prepared than Indiana Jones. Yeah. So he just takes whatever hard-earned thing that Indy's got. I think he has more access to resources than Indy does. Yeah. Indy has – you know, like two bald white dudes that come on, like, hey, we got another job. Here you go. Get the job done. We'll just pay you. And Indy's like, he just got a whip and a gun. Yeah. In his mind or his brain. But I think that's how he, Indy prefers it. This guy's like, no, I'll, I'll use whatever I can get. To, oh, this guy uses yeah, he, people, he, money, everything. Yeah. Countries, even. Yeah. And yeah. he's always, he, he, even though he's one step behind, he just he's always right there to take it from Indiana Jones. He's right. like, oh, this is your life's legacy. I can just. You recover the stuff, and I just take them. And yeah. it's just like, oh, you scumbag. He lets You're so do all the hard work, and then yeah. he takes the credit for it. Yeah, he takes oh, all the credit. Oh, dude, like, I want to punch he's that He's such guy. a great – it's such a cool, like, rival. Yeah. Like, he's just like – he's always there to just take all the – take from the work of others and let them die. Yeah. Uh, they disarm Indy of his whip and his gun, and yeah. then Indy makes a mad break for it as Belloc, you know, laughs triumphantly that he got the idol, you know, yeah. from this thing. Yeah. He took it forever. <laughs> uh, Indy rushes through the jungle and into the river where they find the plane. They take off on the plane. Why the whip? It's 1939. Like, guns are pretty popular at this point. He has a gun, too. No, no, no. I know. But, I mean, as a primary. Like, his primary is his whip, not the gun. He, it's a cool weapon. It's a cool theah. thing to have, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you pull out a whip. Like, what's this dude? <laughs> it's kind of like me with uh, Black Ops, how I use guns – or how I use tomahawks and knives. Yeah. And people get pissed off about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a cool thing to do. You disarm people. If you're yeah. good at it, you know, you can – yeah. It sounds cool. The whip yeah. sounds cool. Uh, it explain. Ex they have like a flashback in Last Crusade that kind of okay. explains where he gets a lot of his stuff from. Okay, I was just gonna say, I was like, it'd be kind of cool to see like even a prequel of like how he. So we had to watch Last Crusade at some point because okay. I think I think you might like appreciate some of the other okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, but he he returns to the United States. He gets away from the Havitos and right. Belloc. Uh, we see that he's Doctor Indiana Jones. He's a, yeah. a a college professor. How How old do you think he is in this movie? He's like thirty seven, I think, or thirty something. In thirty six, we weren't in World War Two yet. No, 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 World War One though. World War One's that earlier. That's way earlier. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. way earlier. Okay. Because I was gonna say, I was like, we're approaching. We're World approaching War II. World War Two because Nazis are as everywhere. It's nineteen thirty six, so we don't get into into the war until nineteen forty one. We get in the hell of it, don't we? 
not hella late. We were way later in World War One. Right. World War One, we're really late. We're like the last year. We're like, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Woodrow Wilson, hate that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to look that stuff up if you're interested. Woodrow Wilson, yeah. horrible president. Horrible president. We got to do like an American history, like an actual American. history. We need to do National Treasure. That's what we need yes, to do. Yes, <laughs> that's what we need to do. That's now that's a backtrack episode right there. That's a great that's yeah. a great movie too. Okay. I love that episode. Or Let's that do movie. Indiana yeah. to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like a teacher, which is kind of interesting that he's not just this adventurer he's guy. He's like a mild-mannered professor too. Yeah. And he's like just talking about how he uh you know, he's, he's kind of like a historian and right. everything. He's just teaching this class of college students. But he knows his shit. He's not done. He's not just some random, yeah. you know. But he's also in it for he's, he's also in it for the money in himself, which is right. kind of cool, like duality, you know. Right. But uh, we also meet with Marcus Brody, who's like this museum curator, fellow historian uh, yeah. peer. You know, he's like a fellow teacher or something. Yeah, they you know, know each other somehow. But uh, it's implied through like dialogue that Indiana Jones is like, through his his excursions, right. getting the relics and everything that he's made a name for himself. That he's made a name for himself, and he gives it to the museum, uh-huh. which in turn pays him yeah. to go on more excursions to get more stuff, and then it's just like a cycle. This is his drug, basically. Yeah, he just and, it's in, and, he, and they imply that it's yeah. all above board. Like, oh yeah, of course you're all above the board, of, and the the board of antiquities knows they, that. You're, they basically had a like, don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. won't ask you about it. You just yeah, do yeah. Drugs. yeah. And it's cool detail, dude. Like, yeah. it's a dangerous world of relic hunting and everything, but it's not entirely legal. Would you argue this was, like, the original national treasure? Oh, yeah, of okay. course. Okay. There's no national treasure without Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. Ne- never. But Marcus lets him know that there's people here to see them, and it turns out they're government agents. They're, like, army intelligence agents, you know? Mm-hmm. They're, like, okay. fat, you know, guys fat who, guys, like, like, they don't know. Guys, yeah, yeah, they don't know what's going on. They're They're dumb. And they had like, oh, we want you guys to inter- interpret this telegram we received from the Nazis that we don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, basically they're talking about the lost Ark of the Covenant. Uh, it's a forgotten some Egyptian city of Tanis, mm-hmm. and uh, it's believed to be the final resting place of the lost Ark. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, what's the Ark? Like, don't you go to Sunday school? Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Watching, I was like, I'm like for for 1930, what nine, 36? 30, 36. I mean, a lot of people were pretty religious. I mean, if you're some government fat cat, you're you're not going to church, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not really caring about the his- history of it. Yeah, even okay. if you do go to church, how often are you even like thinking about the lost Ark of the Covenant? You know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good point. I mean, you're not even. Yeah. But they also mentioned Indiana Jones's mentor, who's uh, Abner Ravenwood. Okay. They mentioned his name, and that, and like, well, the Nazis obviously want his help to find this thing called the Staff of Ra, which will right. tell us where the Ark of the Covenant is. And they're right. like, okay, so see, I knew more about the Ark of the Covenant than these characters did. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell you what's inside of it based off the Bible. Yeah. And I was like, didn't these guys go to Sunday school? <laughs> That's what he says, like, right away. Yeah, right. his reply. Yeah, it's so – it's super cool. It's super cool. Like, yeah. the, the, he like He's like, oh, the Ark has this and this, and it was, it was used to level mountains and kill armies and all this other stuff. And right. like, you can't touch it. Unless, uh, otherwise, you know you, – you know, And that was also. a fact I pointed out to you too. Like, in the Bible, if you touch it, you, you just drop dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you have to carry it on golden staffs and yeah. all this other stuff. And they're like, well, oh, so you know all about this stuff then. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not even an expert. Like, this other guy's the expert. That's what the Nazis <laughs> want him for. But they're basically like, okay, Indy, we can't have the Nazis get a hand of of this weapon. Like, right. whoever holds the Ark could potentially destroy armies. Oh, you know? so so the no- – okay, I must have missed that because the, the Nazis are looking for this for two reasons. One, for historical artifacts. And, and also to, to use as Hitler's as a army. weapon. Because yeah. oh. Hitler's obsessed with the occult. Like, he was obsessed with all that stuff. What else is interesting about the movie is where 
the Nazis, like, later on, whether in Egypt, like, looking for the stuff. Right. He's like, are you sure that uh, we should be looking for, like, this Jewish artifact? Belloc's like, do you not understand, like, the historical significance of this kind of thing? Like, <laughs> like he's just like, no, this is going to be something that's valuable as a weapon for your Fuhrer, you know? Right. Like, you don't you don't want it because it's Jewish, whatever, like, because right. it's from the Bible. They're like, right, oh, are right. you sure we should even be tempering with it? Like, their right. they're, they're, yeah, bigotry. Right. It's so into the core that they can't. They don't even want to eat Jewish, quote unquote. Wow. You know, it's like wow. Yeah. And it's so funny that he's fascinated with the, with that, even though it's totally Jewish. Right. It's, Judy, it's yeah, Judaism. Judaism. Yeah. Judaism. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny. It's just crazy, right? Well, I guess that just points out like the hypo- the hypocrisy of, of the, the whole and thing and stupidity of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like really okay. You're <laughs> killing all the people, and you want their like, but you don't want it because just because you of don't that. want the people, but you, you'll go for them. You go for their artifacts, for their history, for their resources. yeah. But even then, you still are like, uh. Yeah. Wow. So it just shows like wow. I hate Nazis. Like I, I'm fine with Nazis being bad guys for like I don't want any I don't want any sympathetic Nazi character ever. I'm fine with hating no. a Nazi. I, well, how can you make a Nazi sympathetic? Right. But I mean, if a movie ever tries to be like, I mean, I have Valkyrie, you know, like with Tom Cruise. I, I was so bored by the movie, I never finished it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm fine. Like, there's some people I'm like, I don't need to see any other side of this. Like, you can right. be the bad guy forever, and I will cheer on whoever's killing you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't care. You yeah. know. But basically, they they send Indiana Jones out. They're like, "All right, so we need you to get the ark before the Nazis do, and we'll pay you handsomely for it." Right. He's like, "Oh yes, I'm out to get it," you know. Yeah. Uh, and oh, but also the staff of Ra is like a MacGuffin that will find the will find the the secret resting place right. within the other map. So it's like a MacGuffin. They have to find this in order to find the ark right. or whatever. Yeah. And whoever has that staff of Ra headpiece is Ravenwood, who they have to go get first, basically. Right. But uh, when they send Indiana Jones out, he's obviously super excited. You know, he's yeah. like, "Is it represents everything we got into archaeology for? This is gonna be great. It's a lost relic. It's biblical proportions. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome." You know, yeah. he's all thinking of the historical side. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, this is this is super historical." You yeah. know, and Marcus Brody like which makes sense because he's a history professor. Yeah. Okay. But Marcus Brody leaves him some like kind of parting words, like, "Man has been searching for this ark for three thousand yeah. years." And right. Nobody knows its secrets. It's not like anything you've ever gone after before, Indiana. Indy, yeah. You know, and he's like, "Oh, come on! I don't believe in the magic, superstitious hocus pocus. Come yeah. on, you know I'm a careful fellow." And he just throws the gun into the briefcase, like, <laughs> "You're not a careful fellow," you know, yeah. kind of thing. But it's like cool little yeah. foreshadowing. You don't believe in the magic, Indy? It come believes. On. It believes in you. You're you know? about to. You're about to. <laughs> <laughs> but Indy, you know, he won't be deterred. He heads off to to Nepal. Nice. Quiet Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> and they're off, and then we meet up with Marion Ravenwood, uh-huh. who, who owns this dive bar. Which I only knew who she was because of Crystal Skull. But obviously you want to know her from this first. Right. Where she comes from. <laughs> but she owns the dive bar, and she's having like a drinking contest with the locals to yeah. kind of like save up money for, so she can return home. You know. Oh, is that why she's – She's stranded there, yeah. Did Indy leave her there? Well, her dad died. Abner Ravenwood died. Okay. Abner's dead. Okay. Indy abandoned her and her dad because they used to have a good relationship. And this is when it is like kind of a problematic. Yeah. I, I remember watching this and being like, oh, okay. So according to like the script and the novelization or whatever, uh, he so Indy hasn't seen Marion in 10 years, right? Okay. So it's been 10 years, okay? And I in the script and novelization, she's 25. Is that Indy's 25? No, that Marion's 25. So, so he hasn't ago? seen her since she was 15. Okay. And, or her father. Indy, at this point, at, at his youngest, he's like he's 33. In his 30s. And they also established that he's like 27 back when this was going on. 
So yeah, so, so he's like at least ten years older than her. Early to mid twenties when this happened. Yeah, he's at least ten years older than her. Right. He's at least twenty five. Right. At least. And it's implied that it's not implied. It's said. No, it's said. Yeah. That he's like, oh, I was a child. I was in love. It was wrong, and you knew it. And he's like, oh, you knew what you were doing. And it's like, wow. Yeah. And so he, as a as a twenty year old something, was with a fifteen year old. Fifteen year old. Yeah. And I guess it's even worse because I was looking some stuff up earlier. Okay. They wanted to make her like George Lucas or somebody was like on the writing staff was like they wanted to make her eleven or twelve. Ew. Yeah, or like fourteen. It's like, oh, it won't be as interesting if she was older. It's and it's like what? Interesting. Like the movie's fine. You don't need yeah. that little like thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like it made his make his character more interesting that he was with like a younger give him girl. A claw? I guess that he's a petter ass. I but like, I that's, that's like that's what? a dark that's a dark that's a dark flaw. way to make your character who's supposed to be likable. Yeah, you know, because it's so. I remember like watching it with you, right? And I remember it passed like th- those it's quick. lines. It's real quick, and then they're on to the next thing. And I and I remember I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, did she just say like she was a little girl ten years ago? She, I was like, she's at least like late twenties, early twenty, mid twenties. Yeah, right so, but ten years ago she's a teenager. So ten, yeah, so. Uh, right, and it's like she's a, she's a, we don't I don't know exact age. Right, it's implied fifteen to seventeen though. Oh yeah, that's young. That's yeah. that's not okay, Indiana Jones. No, but that's the reason why he left because it deteriorated his relationship with the mentor, and he he abandoned them. Ooh. And and she was like, "You left me, and I was in love with you." And he he's like, "Oh, it was I didn't mean to hurt you." You know, like he he was the only there for the fun, and she was like, totally swept up, like, "Oh right, my gosh," right. you know, and then. They were stranded off in Nepal somewhere, I think, because he was taking her all over the world, her dad, right, to search for like artifacts or whatever. Yeah. And then he ended up dying, and she was stranded in Nepal with no money. Wow. And she's been there for, and now obviously as a mid twenties, she's just downing alcohol, no problem. Obviously, with everything that's happened to her, of course yeah, she's gonna turn with her it, shit. Yeah. yeah. And Do she you, does this change your perspective about Indiana Jones as a character? Well, I knew about this kind of. I knew he's a total scumbag. I still think he's a cool guy. Right. He's still like the cool action hero, or whatever. Right. But it's like, oh, how? Why would you like? Yeah. That's a, such a weird detail to throw in there. Yeah. You know, so I don't. It never really comes up. No one ever talks about it. No. You know, because it's. Well, only, I caught it the first time I watched it. Yeah, but it's yeah. super like, really like. I I kind of. You had to look into it though, because I had to right. look it up because I didn't know her age. Right. Going into it. Right. You but know. the script says that she's twenty five. Uh, like the novelization or something like that. So oh, she's okay. like 25. Interesting. Something like that. So was this a book before the movie? No. Oh, okay. Novelization of the book of the movie. Okay. Okay. But still. Wow. Still. It's weird, right? Yeah. Because I remember seeing – when we see him as a history professor, the, the student, the, the girl, the female students are writing uh, love you on their eyelids and like just staring into his eyes. They're just like fascinated by him and like in a really creepy and unhealthy way. Yeah. But then this like just kind of puts the cherry on top about like how well he's also he's not very mature either he's always he's trying to like he can't settle down he's always no. about the life he's a know? rolling stone yeah. yeah yeah um so it's just it's a weird thing to this wouldn't have flown nowadays you know if you're no. writing this in a movie like this is not like take no. take this out what are you yeah. doing you know yeah but it got away with it in 1981 that's how that was but wow yeah I don't think like I don't like it you know yeah. <laughs> But uh, we basically, you know, he's a scumbag too. He's like, oh, yeah. you knew what you were doing. Like, yeah. she's she was a child. She's fifteen. Yeah. Dude. But wow. And, 
but basically she tries to throw him out. She he's like, I learned to hate you in the last ten years, and she punches him in the face too. Yeah, she she's does. like, she's like, and I remember I called. I was like, dude, this guy's gonna get his ass kicked right no, now. You, you said slap, and then she oh, went slap, yeah, full <laughs> on fist. Him. And she's like, I'll get on here, but he's like, I need to find the headpiece to the to the staff for all. Your dad had yeah, it. No matter what, he's still he's like, whatever. I'm still here for what I'm here for. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He, it's fine. Come back, dude. But he he's like, oh, I'm gonna here's like thousands of dollars, and you know, this will get you back to the states. I'll give you another two when I get back. You know, well, come on. It doesn't change. It doesn't change what you did, you know. Right. And he's like, I only say sorry so many times. She's like, Well, say it again anyway. He's like, Sorry. Like, you don't give a fuck. No. no. He's like, he feels bad, but he's wow. like, I. He's like, I would have done it again and again. Like, you know. And she's like, Man. He doesn't say that, but like, that's right. You know. The attitude. Yeah. yeah. But basically, she's like, Come back tomorrow. And after he like gives her the thousands of dollars, like, you know the headpiece I'm talking about. Come on, Marion. Yeah. Tell me what it is. And she's right. like, Come back tomorrow. And he's like, Why? He's like, Because I said so. That's why. Mm. And and it's like totally. I I read into it. It's not said, but like I think she's just gonna take the money and bounce. I I with the headpiece. I didn't know what to think about this scene. I I just assumed that she that they would work together. But then when you mentioned, I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, I could. Because she's like, Oh, come back tomorrow, Indiana. And she's like, See you tomorrow, Indiana Jones or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, Totally. I yeah. Take the money and bounce, girl. You right. know, she's like, head back to the states, leave you in Nepal, and yeah. then, like I got the headpiece and whatever. And you're never yeah. gonna find me again. Yeah. But we get Nazis showing up after Indiana Jones leaves. Yeah. And they're just like Gestapo Nazis, you know. Yeah. Yep. And he m- might be my f- quote unquote favorite Nazi. Okay. Of like any media, because he's just so evil and sadistic and creepy. This dude. Oh, I can I can think of better Nazi characters than him. Like what? Uh, Christoph Waltz in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's a great – yeah, he's great too. Yeah. But this guy has like such a punchable face. Oh, like, yeah. He... Like I love – like I, I hate this character. Like right. Christoph Waltz, I'm like, ooh, you're like – I kind of like I like to watch him even yeah. though he's so horrible and mean. Yeah. This guy, I'm like, oh, I just can't wait for you to meet your end. Like, whatever it is. <laughs> like I, like just, I hate this dude. But he's like wearing all black and he's just like, yeah. oh, we're the not thirsty. Ugh. You know who he reminded me of though? The German scientist from Captain America. Yeah, yeah, total total vibes. I get is the same vibes. Is this the same guy though? No, 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 no. no okay, no, no. But I I totally get where that's coming from. Yeah, yeah. Doctor, uh, what's his name in Captain America? Uh, Zer something. Z- uh, Doctor Eric Zelzer. Some, something, something like that. Oh, yeah. Man, I was gonna kill me. Yeah, I can't remember it. But I looked up this guy's name because I've never said it. It's Arnold Ernst Toit. Whatever. Oh. Uh, so German. So German. <laughs> uh, but basically, he he's so sadistic, and he's like, oh, I want the piece. And she's like, oh, uh, are you willing to offer more? And then he's like, oh, certainly. You yeah. know, he's, he's super creepy, whispery. And yeah. they basically grab her, and they're going to brand her with, like, a, a fire uh, yeah. fire iron, fire, yeah. like, poker or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're going to torture her. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'll tell you what you want to know. He's like, oh, yes, I know you will. And you're like, oh, my it's, God. So he's basically like a sadist. Like Oh, he's a sadist. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to watch people suffer. Yeah, he's a Gestapo. That's right. what they are, the secret police. Yeah. He comes in and Indy comes in with a gun and the whip. He's like, Oh, let her go and then a gunfight, you know, shoots out. Yeah. They start to burn down the whole yeah. the whole bar. Uh people are getting shot at and this there's is, people this, are on this, fire. This fight scene I kinda chuckled to myself at because it was just like it's so slow paced. I was like, Okay, in a real fight, this would be a lot faster and a lot quicker and a lot more like clumsy. With a gunfight, you mean? Or it's no, this, clumsy. this whole this whole fighting scene, right? Because they they just kind of like look at each other like, and then the the other guy looks and he's like, it's no, so, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's like '60s Batman bad. What you're describing? That's, I, I don't know. Because this one, it's pretty like it feels kind of like real realistic because like people are getting grabbed and like they're not. It's not fluid move. It's not like kung fu. You know, it's right. just like, 
Right. But it's still slow paced enough to where it's like, eh, okay, this is definitely choreographed. But it's gruesome with the fact that people are catching fire and getting right. shot in the face There's and blood guy, yeah. spewing out of their faces. He gets lit on fire. Like, she just straight goes, and he yeah. goes up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think at one point, Indy's like wrestling with a guy, and then yeah. the Nazis guys shoot them, shoot them both. And yeah. then the guy's like, what? And yeah, he's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> eventually, you know, Indy beats ev- or kills or beats up everybody. Right. Uh, yeah. The Nazi has to run away because his hand, he saw the headpiece. He gets branded by the headpiece. Yeah, he tries yeah. to grab it, but it was right next to the fire, and he yeah. burns his hand. Yeah. Uh, and they run away, but the whole the whole thing burns down. And she's like, well, Jones, I find, until I get my fifty my $55,000, I'm your goddamn partner. Like, I'm going with you. I'm not letting you out of my sight kind yeah. of thing. So they're off the road to Egypt. How much money is Indy getting for this job? He's getting quite a bit. $55,000. No, I, I don't think fifty five. Right, I think right, it was like right. 5000 total. Was, I think right. that's what she, he, he was going to give her. Even that, that's a lot. Especially 1936. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But uh, they head off to Egypt where they meet up with Sala. John Reese davies obviously mm. played by John Reese davies who plays Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Uh, but he's like a super like welcoming guy. He's like, oh, super likable. Right. He's, uh, you can't lo- not like this dude. Right, yeah. Uh, he's like a maybe an old friend of Indy's, you know. But we find out that he gave them the, the, he gave the Nazis information, right? Or Bella? He was hired by the Nazis, but as well as everybody in the whole place was hired. Okay. And he also has a line where he's like, oh, it's like the pharaohs have returned. Because, like, they're being hired, quote unquote, but they're being treated like slaves. And he's like, mm. oh, it's like the pharaohs have returned. He's like, oh, man, that's kind of. Mm. He's like a, a local, but also, like, he knows he knows people. So like, he's kind of like a loose camp. He's kind of like a mercenary. Like, yeah. if, I, if I'm going to get paid, I'll just tell you whatever you want. Well, I think he ha- I mean, I mean, uh, you either get paid by the Nazis or you get shot. You know, right. What, he else is get, what else is he going to do? Right. Um, but he he has like a lot of connections too with like unsavory people. He has yeah. like that pirate connection later on. He yeah. has like he knows people around town. Like oh yeah, I can help you. We yeah. can help decipher this. You know, he's got connections. Yeah. Uh, but he also warns Indy about the Ark too. He's like, yeah. well, you know, if it is really there, you yeah. know, it's something that's not meant to be disturbed. You know, right. like basically like some things are better left forgotten and kind of right. like you're playing or just with, untouched. Like you're playing with powers with. you don't understand, Indiana yeah. Jones. You know. But we also learned that the Nazis are working with Belloc. Belloc's there in Egypt. He's yeah. like, oh, no. He's like, I can't let Belloc win this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well. Wait, hold on. Back up. We don't ever. What do we find? Do we ever revisit the whole monkey ball rolling temple place? Like, what, what the purpose of the whole thing was? That was, like, a place where they went to, like, recover it. And when they're at back at the college or whatever, okay. and he's like, there's only one place he can sell it. He can sell it in Marrakesh. I can just give me some money. I can go after. I can get it back. You know. Right. He's like Indy, like it's not worth it. He's like come, like it's gone at this point. You yeah. know. By the time you get there. Yeah. And otherwise, he's like, we have more important things to fight. These uh, government people are asking about you. Okay. So they kind of let it go, but Indy never wants to let it go. He's so we always... never revisit that that monkey artifact. No. no. Okay. Like but it's, it's basically like an establishing thing, like. Right. You okay. Know. Well, I kind of figured, but I was just still. I'm. I was still curious. Like, at any point in other movies, do we ever revisit that? Mm-mm. Huh. Okay. We do revisit the Ark a little bit, though. Oh. Okay. In, in uh, Crystal Skull. In Crystal Skull, yes, but also <laughs> in uh, in Last Crusade. Okay. When they're going through like a catacombs in Italy. I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they see like the Ark of the Covenant like in, inscribed in like old Christian Roman like in Italy. And he's, he's like, oh, that's the Ark of the Covenant. And the girl's like, wait, are you sure? And he's like, oh, I'm sure. But basically, Marion and, and India are going through the town. They're yeah. like on like a flirty whatever. But they get ambushed by a bunch yeah, of he like – he starts playing with fire again. Yeah. yeah. They get ambushed by like Nazis and like yeah. locals the Nazis have hired or whatever. Uh, and then like a fight scene breaks out where she has the frying pan. She's like hitting oh, people yeah. in the face. And he has to pull out the whip and fight off guys and – 
they get the iconic thing with the sword. The guy pulls out the sword and flipping it back and forth. And Indiana Jones is like, just like shoots, the, smokes the guy. <laughs> I, ain't got time for like, I don't have time for this. I ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and he's like, everyone's like, hey, you know, cheers. Yeah, shoots the guy. Uh, Miriam gets captured in a basket at some yeah. point. And then he that has, fucking monkey, dude. That monkey, yeah. They had the like monkey a monkey snitched. pet. Yeah. Yep. And all of a sudden, they take the, the, the same monkey that snitched on Miriam. That's her name, right? Miriam? Yep, Miriam. Um, ends up, like, Indy ends up befriending that stupid monkey and taking him. He didn't know that. Right. Because she liked it. She liked the monkey, so he just, like, let it come with him. Oh. Yeah. Because the monkey was, like, all around her, but it was yeah. actually working for this. If there's any major villain in this movie, it's that fucking monkey. The monkey and the guy <laughs> with the eye patch. Like, <laughs> the, the eye patch, dude. <laughs> Question for you. Does this movie at all feel like a 007 movie? Like James? Mm. I no. got I got I got 007 vibes this whole movie. Like Daniel Craig? Like Daniel Craig 007. I can see Daniel Craig being influenced by Harrison Ford. Right. They're yeah. they're very similar like they're not the quote unquote ha- they're handsome, but they're like kind of the rugged manly man, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And they're like they're not necessarily like, "Oh, I know all the kung fu moves." They're like, "No, I'm brute force, I'm a street brawler right. kind of character type yeah, of thing." Yeah. And they're just using their and they're okay. both smart or whatever, but yeah. they're also like they have major flaws too. They have flaws, and they're getting beat up all the time. Yeah, you know, and they're always getting beat up, but they're still able to come on top. I can right. see that Daniel Craig for sure. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford, I, c- I can see very similar. Okay, okay. But other Indi- other James Bond, not necessarily. Right. Yeah. Because other James Bond have like technology and yeah. stuff. He doesn't have that much in Casino Royale. Really, he right. doesn't have much. But uh, basically, at some point, she gets captured, and he's like trying to chase after her in the basket, uh, and then she gets loaded up into some like. Uh, truck with yeah. like explosives and ammunition and stuff cargo and truck or whatever he's he's still indiana jones like shooting like crazy and he shoots like the guys all the guys driving the truck and the guys all die they hit is, the... is this when he has the like the ak-47 uh or does he still have the little revolver he's had the revolver they're, they're shooting him with the ak or whatever. oh oh yeah and yeah, he's like right. he's like shooting back and forth he gets a few of them and then one guy dies who's driving it hits at the gas and the thing turns over and explodes and he's like <laughs> he in his head he thinks he just killed Marion. yeah you know he's like oh god you know and we see him all depressed like just drinking a bottle of alcohol he's slurring his words yeah. he's stumbling around he can't even walk you this know? is when we find him in the bar right yep yeah and he and some goons kind of come and grab him not yeah. really grab him but like kind of lead him to, yeah. the, uh, to the bar where belloc is in person and they, they have another com- conversation yep. yep yep and he's like you know jones you're not so different than me kind of thing like i'm a shadowy reflection of you and it'll only take a push to push you out of the light you know mm. and to make you like me he's like well now you're getting nasty you know? yeah and they're like he's like oh we both love archaeology it's our religion but our methods are not so different, you know. We will do whatever is necessary to claim stuff for ourselves, you right? Know? It's like, oh man, like what a scumbag! He's dude. like the Joker to Batman. Well, this is also where he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I already lost Marion, so let's go. Yeah, like he just pulls out the gun, and all of a sudden, like, whoosh, like yep. the whole bar is armed and ready yeah, to they're shoot. all ready because they're all on Belloc's side. Yeah. they're all being yeah. paid by the Nazis. He's like, I got nothing less to lose. Yeah, but he has a great line where Belloc's like, "Do you know what the Ark stands for?" He's like, he's trying to preach about archaeology, right? And he's like, I didn't get the girl. I didn't bring the girl here. You you brought her here. It's not my Ooh. fault she died kind of thing, you know? He's like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Belloc is such a – he's not really, like, pronounced, you know, as, like, right. a villain because he's, he's very quiet and subdued. And yeah. He never gets loud or crazy, yeah. but he's such a good villain. Like, yeah. he's such a good foil and rival okay. to Andy, you know? He's like, oh, I'm just like you. I'm just yeah. – I'm better at it than he's, you, kind of thing. Like I steal, side. I steal it from you, and you can't do anything about it. You know, and yeah. you're you're in the, you're having this conversation with me because I want you here, and you can't do anything about it to me. You know, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god. But he's like, oh, the arc. Do you know what the arc is? And he's like, oh, what about the Fuhrer? Does he know what it is? He's like, oh, in time, the Fuhrer will get his prize, kind of thing. Like mm. after I'm through with it. So he's using the Nazis. Yeah. He's like you're playing with fire if you're gonna use the Nazis, dude. Yeah. Like who do you think you are? 
especially <laughs> since like the Nazis are going to take over France in right. a few years to come. But, oh, <laughs> but basically, he's like, oh, the, the ark's a, it's a radio to speaking to God, you know. And it's like, oh, we can communicate with God with the ark. That's right. They think it's a way to like. He, he, he thinks it's he God thinks and, yeah he yeah. thinks it's some crazy awesome thing that's been right. never been never been recovered. Indiana Jones like, you want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. I got nothing left <laughs> to right, lose. That's, that's what he says. That's right. <laughs> Such a great line. And then he pulls out the gun, and he's yeah. like, he's like, gonna go to the guy. Everyone pulls it out, but Sala's kids come and save the day. Yeah, they come and save his life. So great. But basically, Sala takes him to like the soothsayer guy who yeah. like translates the the thing, whatever. Oh, the the head of the uh, the Staffaroff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, how would the Nazis know where to where to dig? They're like, oh, the guy translates it to like, oh, there's a backside to it. They only mm-hmm. had the front side. They were digging the wrong place. Okay. So we, now we know where to go. Yeah. So they head off into, like, the desert. I feel like if you were a Nazi looking at investigating the Staff of Raw, you would know to look. Because it, it's basically like a two-sided thing, relic. I mean, wouldn't you know to look at the backside? They didn't you? have the relic. Oh. They only had the inscription on the Nazi's hand. And they they fo- oh, they, they, re- yeah, they yeah, remade yeah. it from his, like, hand. it a little. Right, yeah, so they right. only had the one side, and right. they just used that, and they're like, "Oh, that's where it is. It's gonna be over there." And right. They didn't even they didn't even know. Yeah. So Indy has the real one. I learned that in high school. Always check for a backside. Okay. <laughs> Always check <laughs> on for every a back- test. On every test. Every homework. Uh, check if there's a backside. Yeah. I, l- I had to watch other people fail at it. And I remember uh, Mr. Hybrid was like, "Some of you got fifties on this test because guess what? There was a backside." <laughs> <laughs> So ever since I shit you know ever since then no matter what exam I'm doing whether it's like a placement exam or whatever I always check flip that, it over flip just it over multiple just, times yeah. like hey maybe something was added on yeah, I don't like, know I better make sure like no heat can like reveal any secret messages and shit <laughs> like Harry Potter yeah. like <laughs> secret maps <laughs> but basically they're like all right so that's where it's gonna be we gotta head out there yep. they head off into the desert where the Nazis are like have everyone like. They have a whole excavation thing. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like holes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they have like everything evacuated, but they're digging the wrong place. Yeah. And so Indiana Jones and Sala sneak in there. They find the map room with the actual staff. Yeah. Head down there. Uh, how they get their hands on the actual staff? They had the staff, the headpiece. The headpiece told you how tall the how tall the staff needed to be, uh-huh. and also like so where they, to, they so they made their own staff, and also where to place it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made their own staff part. They just had to head, put the headpiece right, on top. Right. Okay. And the Nazis okay. had the wrong length and the wrong placement. Right. So obviously it's going to reveal the wrong spot. Right. Um, they head to the map room where they kind of reveal it. Uh, Indy, you know, does this thing iconic where he's like, "Oh, here's where the Nazis work. See your head." You know, he puts his thing there, and then the yeah. sun comes down and shines right where. You see where the Nazis are digging, and it keeps going down. You're like, oh, no. And it reveals like the actual room where it's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. So like, All right, cool. We found it. They climb back out. Uh, Indy also runs into Marion at one point. She's trapped here. She's like She's captured. tied up or something yeah, with, she's with ca- Bell- Belloc, right? Yeah. Okay. She's being captured by the Nazis. Like, oh, they must have switched baskets or whatever. He's like, yeah. she's like all right, cool. Joan set me free. And he's like, oh, if I set you free, they'll know I'm here. They'll know I'm here, and they'll know the jig's up, and they'll, they'll search for us. Yeah. I can't. He ties her right back up. He ties her right back up. Damn. But what would you like? Honestly, though, like he it's has, your one chance. Here's the thing: he's got a point. Yeah, he d- he does have a point. It's the like, right thing to do. He's like, I can't do that because you might get killed in the process too. Yeah, like I just found out you're alive. Yeah, and obviously they're keeping you alive. And they don't know that Indy's even there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can't risk that. We have to get. This is our one chance to get it out. But here's the other thing too: I I would be so conflicted because what if this is my only chance to save her from True. this predicament? True. Like, what's, what's more important to save her she's, get safe, the arc? she's yeah. safer next to my side rather than being stuck here and I might not even make it back yeah but even then if your job is so dangerous you don't even know if it's safer by you 
It's like, wow, that's cool. Me on, uh, and am all, I turning you over to the movie a little bit? A little like, bit, okay. a little bit. Okay. <laughs> in all honesty, I would have taken her. Really? I would have taken her with me. Even causing all that chaos in the camp? Because for me, I – and maybe this is because I'm not indie. I'm not into history as much as obviously his character is. But I can always come back to this. Or I could always try to steal it from the Nazis or I could, you know, whatever. Not necessarily, though, because if, necess- if, if the Nazis get this and apparently it did have all the power that you thought it did. Right. And they could level mountains and take over the world. Right. This is your one chance to take it from them. That's the thing. I, you don't know what power it has. I, I still would have taken her. Wow. Yeah. I probably would have left her. Really? I'd be like, I'll wow. come back for you. I, but wow. like, she, I, And I would hope that she would understand. Like, listen, like. Yeah. But here's the thing. After putting her through all that, like her being underage, her falling in love, abandoning her. Twice. Come, yeah. Then coming for her and then like basically I'm just here for my job. I don't give a fuck about your feelings right now. Uh, well, it's not about that. But he's like, if, if I let you go, we could both die right now because the whole place would be on high alert. Like it's it's such a hard decision to make. It's but, a then good, later, it's a, but then later he, he has an RPG and he's ready to just kill everyone. Yeah. Including her. Yeah. What? Not her. He's, he's going to blow up the Ark. Oh, oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. You're right. You're right. But it's a good. That's a good D and D quandary. Like, oh, it's someone you care about, but like, oh, if you take her now, you might risk everyone's lives. Like, yeah. Forward, like, oh man, that's a good. I I feel like I would be like Captain America. We're like, we don't trade lives. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This makes you different. I'm indie. You know, yeah. indie's different. Yeah. But uh, so they're like, I can't save you. She he leaves her behind. They go off to go to the actual place where they have to go dig. Right. And starts to storm whatever. It's such a cool like lightning going yeah. forward. And they're like, yeah. all right, dig right here. And he has a group of people probably saw those guys I'm right assuming. yeah uh and they start digging like crazy and eventually they hit stone mm. and it's like tsh, they yep. have to lift this whole thing up yeah yeah uh and they find this is the well of souls mm-hmm. they open it up and they see like the statue of anubis like it hasn't been disturbed in thousands of years yeah. and like well, why is the floor moving indy they throw the torch down there tons and tons and tons of motherfucking Dude. snakes and you know why i don't like snakes because i had a rattlesnake sitting right under me at one of our uh at youth group uh, hiking camp, uh, hiking <laughs> or camping trip, yeah, there was a rattlesnake right under my chair, and I had no idea. And then Brett looks over, he's like, "Julian, stand up, don't move, <laughs> and just walk away." And so I'm like, "Okay, like I have no idea. I still don't know what's going on." And then I walk away, right? And I find, and he's like, "Go to the van," and I like walk over to the van, and everyone all of a sudden just starts packing up their chairs and walking away. You left the chair there. Yeah, we left the chair there, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I look back, a rattlesnake is sitting right under my fucking chair. Oh my god! And I had no idea. What's the coolest snake to you? You asked me this, and I don't think snakes are cool. But like cobras are awesome, dude. Cobras are cool. But rattlesnakes are really. I cool. I don't think snakes, period, are cool. They're, They're just cool. snakes. They're just little venomous bastards. No, all of them are venomous. No, right. But I'm just like – Like boa constrictors, they're cool too. Dude, like giant ass if snakes. I saw a fucking boa constrictor, dude, here's – okay, random tangent. You're throwing arms. <laughs> no, I'm not even throwing arms. I'm like, fuck it, take me because there's no getting out of it. There's just no getting out of it. You're faster than a boa constrictor. Have you seen those fuck? Have you seen the snakes? Like Even like the, the ones that go in water. Those fuckers move. Oh, they glide. Yeah. They glide. Even on land, they're fast. But because their whole body is muscle, their entire body is just muscle. That's all it is. Yeah. Like you, I have weight to think. God about. took away their arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all muscle. Like I'm not all muscle. I got some fat on me. I got some weight. You I got, got some air mu- drag. Yeah. So I, I might get a good 
you know, head start, but I ain't outrunning the damn thing. Also, they swallow things. They don't chew. No, yeah. They swallow they you. They literally, literally, this is an actual thing that snakes do. They dislocate their jaw so that they can fit over. So you're saying Indy is rightfully scared of snakes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Not only that, one snake, dude, this fucking t- entire temple is filled with hundreds of snakes. Thousands, millions. Yeah. They're crawling no. out of the wall. Dude, I don't even think, if I got this far and saw all them damn snakes, I'd be like, nope. Um, fuck the ark, I'm out. Closing it up. Yep. They'll never find it. Yep. You, me and Marion, we out. We out this bitch. I'm not going in there. Fuck that, dude. Uh, and we also, Indy's, it's his only fear of snakes. Like, his only thing he yeah. fears is snakes. It's like, it's his biggest fear. Yeah. For me, snakes aren't my biggest fear, but they're, um, they're, they're up there. <laughs> they're, they're creepy. I'm they're not creepy. fucking with a whole room full of snakes. No. Yeah. Giant temple of snakes. No. They all sit up and they all have the cobra. Like, yeah. The cobra hood is like coming out. It's That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's funny is that in a snake, like not even the thickness of your arm, scares the shit out of people. And we're bigger than that. Yeah. They can kill us. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. A little venom. Done. Yeah. Have you seen what venom does to someone's blood? It kills you. No, no. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no. But have you actually like seen it in a lab or like an experiment? So they, they take the venomous snake. They have a, a wine glass full of blood, right? About halfway full. They take the, the 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 snake's teeth. They poke it through like some plastic, and the and the venom reacts with the blood. And what it does is it thickens it, and it, and they keep swishing it around because obviously your blood's gonna be moving, right? Yeah. It gets thicker and thicker and turns into a jelly. And so what it do- basically what it does is your your blood expands inside its veins, and like you- coagulates. Yeah, it like turns into a gel, or like a like a yeah like a gelatin basically. And so all, since that blood is not moving, it's just backing up and backing up, you fail to get blood back to your heart and your brain. So that's why you die. Ugh. It's not the venom itself. It's the, it's the blocking and, the, and, the, and it hardening your blood. Now I have a question for you. Huh? Snake or yellow-spotted lizard? Because they, they <laughs> said that, that a yellow-spotted lizard is a slow and painful death. Yep. And every time. Every time. This is a snake bite. If you get to a hospital in time, you can survive. Right. Or someone can do like the – But think about it. In, so that actually doesn't work. <laughs> I, but every movie says it works. Right. No, it actually doesn't. So when uh, when I went hiking this past summer, rattlesnakes are like rampant around here. So keep an eye out. So I went and we saw some snakes. And it says on the little info thing, like, don't do the sucking, and if anything, because it makes it worse, if anything. Well, it gets it in you. Yeah. Right? It well, spreads no, it? No, no, It's just, like, the movement and your blood already pumping just makes it flow even more. So you want to keep as calm and as, like, relaxed as possible because it will just slow the blood flow. Yeah. Man, snakes yeah. are crazy, dude. Yeah. What? Yeah. That, that, know what? Harry Potter, they are right, you know? Yeah. Kill the Slytherins. Yeah. Dude, kill <laughs> – I think um, I have two houses that I could be a part of in Harry Potter: Slytherins or the uh, the blue and gold ones. Um, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah. You're a Slytherin. Yeah, you're hundred percent a Slytherin. Someone told and me. And here's the like, thing. Oh yeah, I see the Slytherin. Here's the thing: you were a Slytherin, and you'd be like, "I hate this motherfucking green. I don't look good in this." Like, <laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be complaining the whole time. <laughs> I actually look pretty good in green. Do you? Yeah. Well, you, you were like, why, and green why, why is it, why well. my snake a mascot? You know, like, why do we have to serve Voldemort? I don't understand. Oh, Voldemort's a. See, this, we're now we're getting to another movie. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so where he was going into the, the stake pit, the stake pit. Okay, yeah. Uh, he he goes down there and he's super scared and he's like, "Oh, Indy, 
Well, they're asp. They're really poisonous. You go first. <laughs> you push, push them down there. Poison it? Oh, he tells them he's poisonous? Yeah. Oh, hell, nope. I'm and they're out. different types of snakes, too. You see cobras, cobras. You see, like, other different ones, yeah. right? Nope, I'm out. But uh, Indy, out. like, Indy goes down there, and they have, like, a bunch of torches and stuff. Yeah. And then he, ha- at some point, gets, like, gasoline. And he's, like, he starts, Where like, pumping. the pump- fuck did he get gasoline from? I think they poured it, they poured it down there oh. for, like, their torches or something, oh, like, yeah. oil or something. But he starts, like, pumping it, like, in this old, and he starts throwing it all over, like, a water thing. Like, <laughs> and then throws a torch on him and lights them all on fire. <laughs> It's like I'm not playing around. Funny, funny, uh, funny thing, and I think this actually does work. There's a movie called the, "The Gods Must Be Crazy," and it takes place in America and Africa. It's basically comparing the two different cultures. Anyways, in Africa, this guy sees a a, a, a rattlesnake or a cobra or a cobra. Right? He's in Africa, and he instead of like running away, he sur- he run he sprints and circles around the snake, grabs it by the tail, and just. <laughs> Just slaps it on the ground. Snake is unconscious. Out. And he, he just skins this. He opens this thing and, like, uses it. Ugh. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, now if I'm ever in a snake situation and I know I'm not going to get out of it, I'm just, that's what I'm going to do. Just going to fucking grab it like Indiana Jones. Gonna just whip the shit out of its head. You know what? Shout out to Steve Irwin now that we're talking about animals here. Really? Crocodile Hunter? Yeah. He's always like, oh, this snake's wildly venomous. It could kill nine men. Let me You're all t- right. You're l- all right. Let me go tickle his balls now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker was fearless, dude. I, dude, what a great human being. You know yeah. what I mean? What do you mean? He was oh. just a swell guy, too, all around. All right. Steve Irwin or Indiana Jones? I'm going Steve Irwin. What a great guy. Yeah, and, and, and he's a bad dude. Yeah. And he, <laughs> I was just going to say he's a – no. Uh-uh, he's a scumbag. <laughs> um, so they're down there. And they, they light the snakes on fire. They the snakes on fire. They make a pathway to this, like, this chest kind of thing. Like, yeah. It's like the stone thing. So they have to push off the stone, put, the, uh, put like the – uh, poles through oh. like where the arc's at, oh. and they slowly gotta lift the arc out. And it's super heavy and like. Uh, so they see the arc. Yeah. Okay. And they get a slow reveal of the arc coming out of the thing. It's oh, like shining yeah, yeah, gold. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like that's Pulp right. Fiction. Yeah. Where it's like it shines or whatever. Yeah. And they slowly and they can't because they can't touch it. So right. they're slowly carrying it with the. Uh, Wait. So if Indy doesn't even believe in this hocus pocus stuff, he wouldn't be afraid to touch the damn thing. Well, I think they wouldn't want to touch it anyway to, to ruin it. You know, it's mm. it's ancient. You know, right. you don't want fingerprints or right. anything else on it. You want to be careful. You want to be yeah. careful with it right, for right. sure. Okay. And they they only carry it to the point where the where the crate is too. And you probably can't even pick it up. You it's, could. You could pick it up. Because how heavy it was without the things. So I don't remember the exact build of the ark. I just know for sure that the cherub or the cherubim or the angels that are on it are pure gold. Yeah, but the box itself, I don't think it's it's in this movie. It's pure gold. I don't think it's gold because remember what I told you. What's inside is the the, the original copies of the Ten Commandments, manna that never spoils, and Aaron's and Moses's brothers Aaron's staff. Yeah. So they would need they would need to have been able to shut it. I mean, they didn't yeah, have they shut it on the top. Right, but they didn't have well. Oh. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Tupperware, you know. Did you, did you? Yeah, <laughs> gotta keep the, <laughs> keep the manna good, dude. <laughs> did you, uh, did you look it up at all to see what, like, what the Bible says it's made out of? I didn't I look up remember. the actual verses of it. I looked up what was in it, but didn't really have anything else. Right. From a brief glance, I did. Right. Looking up stuff. Okay. Okay. But they find it. They put it in like a crate. It's like a Nazi crate too. Like yeah. yeah. So they can has the, the 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 burn on there. The and swastika, yeah, or whatever. Yep. yep. Uh, and they're gonna sneak it out until the Nazis that morning are like walking around. They see people working. They're like, uh. <laughs> they think that Jones is here or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but also, Miriam at the whole point throughout the night was trying to escape. Okay. 
because Belloc was like, oh, I'll get information out of her. Yeah. I'll do it the French way, not, uh, not the German way. And so he, he brings, like, wine in, in a dress or whatever and try to, tries to, quote-unquote, woo her. And she's, like yeah. – and they're drinking, like, what, French wine or whatever Oh, it is. okay. So I so we're both right. It's a gold-covered wooden box. Hmm. So it's wooden chest. Yeah, I'm assuming the movie did their due diligence. Yeah. And, yeah. Covered – it is gold-covered with gold, a lid. Gold-plated. Yeah. Lid cover described in the book of Exodus. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. See, I didn't see. I knew that. Like, I knew there was like wood at some point. Like, don't some, you ever go to Sunday school? Yeah, I did go to Sunday <laughs> school. See, this is what you learn in Sunday school. This is what you learn. You want to learn about archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> but Miriam was trying to escape, and she yeah. and she, obviously she's a better drinker than he is. Oh, and he's yeah. like, oh, I grew up on this. This is French stuff, and she's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, downs it. You know, she and he's grew up in <laughs> and he's just like sipping it and you can barely handle it and they start like laughing but she's obviously not drunk yeah. and she's like takes a knife and he's like all right i'm gonna go now uh bye-bye you yeah. know and he's like okay bye-bye you know yeah. he's totally drunk he was not expecting this yeah until the nazis come in and nazis show up right when she's about to escape. yeah they're waiting right outside like they knew this was gonna happen they knew yeah. it was gonna go bad and he's super creepy and they, they're like all right what should we talk about now and yeah. he's basically gonna torture her yeah uh that's when they leave and they see indy coming out of the thing with the ark <laughs> they rush over and they take over everybody else they get wake all the men up and then yeah. right as sala climbs up indy's about to climb up and all of a sudden the rope disappears he's like yeah sala and he's like hello indy and, you know and the belloc's right there and it's like oh and he's, he's just like oh we're comfortable up here indy how is it down there you know he's, he's like ha ha you son of a bitch <laughs> he's, like, he's like why don't you come down here and i'll show you whatever you know? <laughs> but basically he's like oh it'd be very sad to leave you we have the ark up here now indy this is what a what an end to your life you know you yeah. you you finally got the ark for us thank you so much for yeah. finding it and it would be a shame to leave you down there all alone. Why don't we have you? Have, why don't have someone join you? Push Marion down the hole. That's a long fall. Well, she grabs on to the thing, like oh, the, the Nubis oh, head. Yeah, oh, that's but right. But like they, that's right, the that's Nazis right. come and push her down. And right, right. Belloc's like, wait, she's supposed to be with me. He's like, oh, you, you can't handle it, you know, yeah. Belloc. And he's, he's like, basically, like you chose. You, this is what you chose, dude. Yeah. Like, come on. What do you think was gonna happen? Yeah. So they leave with the Ark. They shut him in there. He's and, mad that he got cock blocked. Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> But they shut him in there with all the snakes, all the fires going out, oh, pitch black, yeah. and that's it. You think that? You think that's the end? He's yeah. Like, what are we gonna do, Jones? We gotta get out of here. The fire's going he's out. He's gonna die in there. He's, he's, like, like, nah. he's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna punch my way out. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> he's like shaking and like has to like, grab the torches, like swing this at anything that's slithering around. He won't even touch the snakes. That's how afraid of him. No, he is. won't get any close. Yeah, yeah. he's like he he burned them alive with gasoline. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> but. Uh, Basically, they they knock over the statue, knock over the wall, yeah. which leads into like another another cavern of the. Which is actually pretty smart because I mean the the Egyptians who originally built this, they're not going to have one way in and out, right? Yeah. So they had to have ways to other ways to get out. This room might have been secret, but like obviously the walls are old too, and they're right. able to knock over the statues and things and knock right. over the wall because this is a city at one point. Right. So you're assuming the walls all interconnect and to right. catacombs or tombs. Right. Because in this scene later on, you see like the skeleton. Yeah. Bought like this, the, all the bones and they go into the next room. Yeah. And it has like a, a snake slithering out of the guy's oh, mouth. And it's just man. like, this is PG. Okay. <laughs> and, and everyone's screaming and freaking out and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But they're able to find the other room, climb up and escape through like the hatch. Yeah. Like, all right, now we got to go get the ark back. They're loading on a, on a plane. Yeah. And at this point on, it's like all nonstop action. Like, yeah, all right, now is. we got to yeah. go to the plane fight. And then after the plane fight, we got to go to the jeep fight. And after the jeep fight, we got to go to the, the yeah. ship fight. And after the ship fight, we go to the submarine. And after that, we got to, you know, yeah. it's just nonstop, dude. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. We're like halfway point, so a little I'm, bit further than halfway. As I'm watching this, I was still kind of like, okay, like it's picking up. Okay, because it's, it's like up. nonstop at this point right. on. But for sure, that first like 30, 40 minutes, I'm like, 
Okay, wait. Okay, we get to it. Oh, I'm not saying. I don't know. So basically, they're going to load it on the plane, and then we the plane fight with a giant German plane yeah, guy. The big and, old boxer guy. Yeah, and Indy's trying to go steal the plane or st- shut it off, where, and the yeah. guy's like, hey, come on, come on, let's fight. And he he's like, wants a fist fight. And he, Indy's like, okay, come on. <laughs> he's, just like, he's just been awake all for like 24 hours straight trying yeah. to like climb this rope and fight snakes, and now he's got to fight this dude. Yeah. And the propeller's all spinning around. with like. I wonder how they shot this scene, because it looks pretty real. It's practical. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I was the stuntman, Oh, there, that's another thing. The movie's stunts in Indiana Jones, top notch. The stunts, yeah. like the stunt work is crazy. Well, if I was a stuntman, I would not do this scene. <laughs> no, I wouldn't because if they're going to have a real plane with the propellers going it's probably and not, it's spinning. Yeah, it's probably not real propellers. Or whatever, right. But. but, I mean, from the looks of it, I was like, no, nah, somebody's going to get their head chopped off right here. I'm like, that's not going to be Which me. is what happens. Indiana Jones is fighting <laughs> the guy, and he's like, the guy's like, the propellers are going around. He doesn't care. He just takes his shirt off and is trying to fight him. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay. And then turns his head and like ducks and covers. And the guy's like, what? Turns. The propeller <laughs> cuts blended. him up. He gets blended. Blended dude. up. <laughs> Blood goes flying. Body parts. Guts go flying everywhere. PG movie. Yeah. PG movie. Kids movie. By the way, kids movie. It's a kids movie. Uh, and then there's like obviously like gasoline is spilling everywhere and there's yeah. a fire going on. It's about yeah. to catch everybody up in fire and, and he's got to save everybody from that. Yep. Yep. Literally right after that happens, he's like, all right, we blew up the truck. We blew up the airplane. We got it. Yeah. He's like, they're loading the Ark onto a truck. He's like, what truck? <laughs> 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 so he has to go and like ride a horse. The, tr- the plane that they were fighting on wasn't like a passenger or cargo plane. It was like a two-man train or a plane. Yeah, it was like a bomber kind of plane. But yeah. I think probably had room for one cargo thing to load. Okay. Because kind of load it up to Berlin and get it their way as fast as possible. You know? Right, okay. The plane would be the fastest way to get there because they're in the middle of the, the fucking desert. desert. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Indy's like, all right, you guys meet me this place. I'm going after the Jeep, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, how are you going to do that? He's like, I'll, I'll, come up with, I'll come up as I go. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, I'm just planning this as I go, dude. Yeah. Uh, they make their way to the, like, the, the car chase, the Jeep chase. And yeah. He's riding the, the, the horse. Yeah. And then they're like, Indiana, how the fuck are you? The, 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 especially there's like, as soon as the plane blows up, he's like, it's Jones. Like, he knows yeah. instantly that like, he got out of there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he dives in the in the truck, takes right. over the truck, beats up all the guys out of it, and starts driving it, and starts I, the I, Jeep. I feel borderline disrespectful that, no, like, every scene of, like, Indy, I automatically think Casino Royale, because I'm, or even the Daniel Craig movies. They have basically an allusion to all the indie films because there's there's a scene in skyfall where he's like on a jeep and he's running and he's getting shot at and then like he gets a he gets inside of a, a crane or a crane or, or a digger or whatever and he gets shot through the glass but he's like oh, oh and then he's like he still fights his way through yeah and blood gets on the glass right yeah yeah which is what happens to indy yeah indy indy's yeah. fighting in the in the glass of the thing throws the guy through the thing and the right. bullet hits his shoulder yeah and the bu- blood goes which flying is what happens to james bond in skyfall yeah. he gets hit in the shoulder yeah yeah and you don't like that? No, I like it. No, the, the action in – I told you, the action in this movie is, like, really, really good. Especially all practical stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impeccable. But I'm thinking of it in reverse because I wasn't – I never watched Indy. So yeah. I'm thinking of it backwards. I'm like, oh, like Indy like, oh, they, like, oh, they stole this or something. Yeah, but it, it's the other way around. Yeah, they established yeah. it. And yeah. it not, I mean, I, I don't think it's stole it. I mean, everything – all good art is stealing it, whatever. Right. But. It, it's a, a homage. It basically. set the stage. Yeah, it's t- yeah, paying homage to like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones did yeah. it. We're gonna do a similar scene. Yeah. yeah, and obviously it's been what almost there's been thirty, 30 years, years? For, for since yeah. Casino Royale to this movie. Right. Obviously the action is gonna be better. And yeah. It's future, you know. Right. Modern. But yeah. It's this movie is almost forty years old. Really. 
1981. 81. Ooh, yeah, you're right. And it, th- that's how good the action it's 39 is. 39 years old. Yeah. Like, yeah. wow. That's awesome. That's good. You yeah. know? And it still holds up, in yeah. my opinion. I think it's awesome. Uh, Indy takes over the truck. Yeah. He's bashing everybody in. All the Nazis are climbing over through the truck, like climbing on the sides. He's like, what? They kind of fake him out, and they all go flying off, yeah. you know? Yeah. But he's able to, like, outsmart everybody and dodge everybody out of the way, yeah. knock all the other bikers and jeeps out of the way, and yeah. takes off into the sunset and knocks all the other Nazis out. How many Nazis were inside that truck? There was, like, a good five or six of them. It was, like, it was like a, a platoon, like a dozen, yeah. like, you know, like a dozen or so, huh. you know? Like, on, in that truck alone, there's other trucks, and there's yeah. other jeeps kind of going by, and then yeah. Belloc's jeep is in front, you know? Uh, so one of them goes off, like, a cliff or whatever, and you get the Wilhelm <laughs> scream, you know? But it's 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 awesome, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's a good scene. He gets away. They get to like the port, whatever port city they're going to, like Cairo, whatever was closest to like sneak away. Right. And like he, they hide, they hide Indy too. Like the locals, like saw those people. Oh like, yeah, that's right. That's right. They, yeah, they, yeah. they like they like cover him up and like close. And then the they thing. just start run, like acting like it's just a regular they, market. They, they make it like a regular bazaar. Looking, the Nazis show up and they're like, what? what where do you go? And they all like, oh, here's our wares. You know, like yeah. here buy our fruit. And they're like, get out of here. And they throw it. And you know, and they they leave in a huff. Yeah. Uh, they meet up with like the pirate dude. Uh, Sala knows yeah. like that pirate guy on that. On oh, that oh ship. yeah, 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 yeah. The black guy. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, treat them. He's a pirate. Yeah, he's like, oh. a, he's like a smuggler. Oh yeah, type. smuggler. I got that for sure. But the, the Nazis that. call him pirates or whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess smuggler. He's a criminal. You know, right. he's, he's ill repute. He's like, oh, don't worry, we'll take good care of you guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. He's like, oh, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, they load everything up. It looks like it's all set to go. Indy and Marion have like a final like kind of saying goodbye with Sala, and they kind of like, "Oh, you're my friend," you know. Yeah. And Sala's like, "I am the Englishman of the sea," and he's like singing, <laughs> singing himself, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they load up the like, the captain's like, "Oh, you can have my quarters," you know. Yeah. He's kind of a nice dude, but also like kind of slimy. Yeah. Like he's gonna take care of him. You know, yeah. he's a good guy. Uh, they have like a good heart to heart where he's like, "Oh, it's not the years, honey. It's the mileage." He's like, "Oh, what are we gonna do, Jones?" You That's know? where that line came. From. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, he's, like, exhausted. He's all bloodied up. He yeah. has to be bandaged. He's got, like, two bullets in him. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, makes me question how he wades seawater from the boat to a submarine. Yes, that comes later. He At least he had a full night's sleep. Maybe that's how he did it. <laughs> With two bullets in his arm. But Marion has, like, oh, where? God damn it, where doesn't it hurt then? If she's trying to, like, patch him up. Yeah. He's like, oh, here, here, here. Oh, here. He puts his lips and... Gets her, gets her to kiss him. Yeah, yeah, and then they have a night. They have a night of it. They don't, they don't show anything because she's like wearing a new dress or whatever. But like kids movie, dude. Yep. Later on, like the next morning, when everyone wakes up, she's putting on her clothes. She's putting on her clothes. She's like naked. Kids movie, dude. Yeah, kids movie. Uh, Indy, he's like, oh, the engines have stopped. I gotta go figure out what's going on. We've been out of the day. Uh, he goes sees the captain. He's like, oh, they found us, kind of thing. Nazi said when he's like, go, my friend, hide, hide in the quarry. Go, 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 yeah. go, hide. Grab your woman and go. And he's like, oh man, like that's. Well, cool. they find Miriam, right? Yeah, he he goes back to go get her, but the Nazis are already aboard. Oh, that's right. They yeah. find Miriam. He goes and hides. Uh, the Nazis are like, where's Jones? We searched the whole ship. And yeah. The pirates like, oh, he's dead. I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like. Once we had the arc, we had no use for him, so we just kept the girl. You know where we're well, going. That's a pretty good cover. Yeah, he's like where we're going. She's gonna have us a good price. So if you want, if you want the arc, take the arc. That's fine, but just leave us the girl. That's all we want. Yeah. You know. And he's like, oh, you guys are savages. You know, the Nazis <laughs> like, but it's a good, it's a good, good cover, plan. good yeah. plan. Yeah. And he's like really like selling it. You know. Yeah. But the Nazis obviously take her. He's like, you're not in position to make demands. We're taking the girl. We're taking the arc. We're taking everything. Nazis, man. Uh, they go, go back aboard their submarines. Like, well, they take her and the arc, right? Yep. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you'll be lucky if we don't blow your ship out of the water, kind of thing with the U-boat, because they they have nothing. What are they gonna do? Yeah. They can't do anything against a submarine like that. 
uh, and he's like, the captain's like, we got where's Jones? He's like, I looked the whole ship. I can't find him. He's like, he's got to be here. Look again. And he's like, oh, I found him. Where is he? He's there. And he's, he's on the submarine. <laughs> and Jones is lucky the submarine didn't go under. Yeah. Or take the- off. Uh, for that, I mean, U-boats are pretty fast. They got to wait yeah. underwater. Yeah. So above water, I'm sure that they just tread. Yeah. And he's like, he, he, he goes swims. Right, Yeah, he swims like all the way over there. He's fucking Michael Phelps. He's already <laughs> over there. Indiana Jones, Olympic gold medalist. Wow. But uh, yeah, the the U boat takes place to like takes off to like a secret base, Nazi base that's somewhere does, in the desert. Does it go underwater though? It doesn't. No. Okay. But imagine if it did. What's it? What's, Indi- what's What's Indy gonna do? Yeah. You can't sneak aboard a submarine that's been locked. Yeah. Like there's, there's no hatch to open it from that side. It's gotta be open from the inside, Unless right? Unless you're a spy kid, man. Unless you're a spy kid. Unless you have the dragon spy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> Where's Judy Cortez? We need him. Nineteen thirty-six. Yeah. <laughs> See, our our spy kids four script will be a time travel movie with Indiana uh, Jones, and uh, also and also the uh, the what's it called the uh, school the treehouse books. Like we'll do. Oh oh yeah <laughs> throw yeah. Throw them in there. Yeah, the magic treehouse book. <laughs> magic treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> have those kids be, become spy kids. Yeah, they roll uh, up. Yeah. But you go to like a secret Nazi base that's like where they're gonna test out the Ark. Yeah. Uh, so that way he's like, oh, if it doesn't work. We're not going to bring it back to Berlin and show the Fuhrer or something that doesn't work. Which is actually a pretty smart idea. Belloc's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. But uh, Indy's there. He beats up a, a Nazi, <laughs> takes off, takes the guy's <laughs> uniform, realizes it's too small or whatever. Yeah. And the guy, the, some, some German officer finds him like, oh, wow, stand up. What are you doing? You know, he's like, he like combs his hair for a second, like punches the guy, steals that guy's uniform yeah, or whatever because yeah. he has a mismatch or whatever. Uh, he follows the trail of all the Nazis who are like walking with like a, it's like a, they, it's like a really precise thing that they did. Right. They have like the banners and they have like a whole processional thing right yeah ascending up the ark and uh, yeah. belloc has like robes on and things like it's like a certain like okay so that so those are characters that we know i thought they were just like these random like soldiers no no i thought they were just like these random religious Mm-mm. guys no no, no that's that's belloc yeah belloc oh. read like how to how to perform this ritual or whatever from something probably from the bible or whatever either from yeah. the bible or from other like His- text, historical, historical yeah. thing and then he's wearing all robes to kind of perform this right, mm. and the Nazis are all kind of with him. Right. Uh, they lead it out to this altar that they built way off away from there because, like, oh, we don't want to put it in the base in case something happens. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, that's smart. They have TV cameras and everything. Uh, <laughs> so they record it. Uh, Jones sneaks up and steals an RPG. He's like, I'm going to blow up the Ark, Belloc. You know, yeah. he's like, I'm going to blow it up. He's like, Belloc's like, oh, oh, hang on, hang on. All right, lower your weapons, everybody. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Step away, step away. It's fine. He's like, all right, Jones, blow it up. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, takes AK. He's like, all right, Jones, blow it up. Yeah, sure. Show him, show like you really care about history. Then blow it up. Like, no, this is whatever you care about. Whoever is doing this stuff, this is history. Yeah. So like, do as you will, Jones. Are you gonna blow it up? Yeah. What's it really gonna get you? You know. I don't know if I can do it. Blow it up. For me, the the religious and historical aspect of it, I don't know that I can blow it up. What if it's a sin to blow it up? That's what I'm saying. I'm not about to risk going to hell for that one. (laughs) What if it's sin to let the Nazis get it? You got no, there's no good answer. Here's the thing, though. If he blew it up, he's going to die. Miriam's going to die. Right. He's not walking out of there, you know? Right. But if he doesn't blow it up, he's probably not going to walk out of there either. So right. it's just a standstill. It's a Mexican standoff, and they, they ain't no deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he gets captured. Him and Miriam are captured. They go off to the, like, yeah. the final resting, like the final altar place. They have them tied up on some like pillar or something. Yeah, like, like post. Pole or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, they start to perform the thing as sundown's going on. Yeah. Uh, they open the ark. And they, they, they open up, put their hands inside, sand. Yeah. Just sand and dirt. Because wa- <sighs> obviously the Stone Commandments were, were smashed. Right. But 
the whole point of it is that they still had the commandments. They just had it in pieces, right? And then the man is supposed to be untouched, and then Aaron's staff is in there. It's all through the years. It's probably all deteriorated. It's been moved multiple times, and but that's what I'm saying. Like, this is where I'm just kind of like, okay, if you were gonna go with the biblical thing, at least be like on top like at least be well the stuff can deteriorate like a staff can deteriorate but that what i'm saying is if you if you read back in exodus they have this thing for hundreds of years and it never deteriorates like the manna is like from when they first roamed the the desert for 40 years and god gave but it wasn't it wasn't under their thing it was under egypt and then it was under they probably had it well preserved not necessarily how it was buried So so you're saying they just made of made of fucked with it well, it, the, the Egyptians not necessarily fucked with it, but they took it from where it was supposed to be, right. and then took it to Tanis, this pharaoh did, and then and then it got buried in the sand, hmm. and that the whole city was buried, and the whole place was buried. Hmm. Like it's it's not it's not like it's being upkept, you know. Right. I, this is just me. I would imagine that if the Ark of the Covenant is out there, then and, and you know and, and intact, it, we would still find those three artifacts. You think so? I think so. Yeah. You never know. But that's just me. You never. That's know. my opinion. It's just sand inside this movie, though. It's, right. just, it's just nothing. Right. And all of a sudden, it starts to, like, something's happening inside yeah. of it. He's like, what? And then yeah. Indy's like, Marion, don't look. Whatever happens, keep your eyes shut and don't look at it. Like, why, why keep the eyes shut, though? Because whoever beholds the power of the Ark dies kind of thing. When, when the, when mm. the, Jew and, uh, the, the Israelites led into battle, they mm. killed everyone before them kind of thing. No, it was just that there was like the presence of God was with them. Yeah. So the uh, the ark being there obviously gave them God's support or help or whatever, right? But the ark itself didn't kill you unless you actually like physically touched it. The uh, yeah. In the terms of the movie, it's like oh the, right. Indy's like oh it's like where's that power coming out? He's like lightning, fire, power of the God or something. Right, because he yeah. mentions it early in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, know what? Let's not mess the, with the it. Nazis are opening it up like. Don't, don't look, you know, yeah. and keep your eyes shut, and all of a sudden spirits start to, like, come out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's like, like ghosts. ghosts or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like ancient spirits yeah. and, like, God, the spirit, spirit of the Lord. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what it is. And the Nazis are looking at everything, and they look like things, and then uh, Veloc's like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And he thinks they're going to talk to God, and he thinks yeah. it's going to be so great. And he thinks something's going to happen. And the music's building, building, building. It's getting, yeah. like, all intense, and, like, and all of a sudden they just turn to, like, ethereal like ghost and race and things and just start flying around yeah and he's like killing them <sighs> screaming they just fly right through him and they die instantly yeah uh and then we get the face melting scene where oh, everyone's like geez. he's like you see belloc screaming like ah and his face just catches on fire and explodes yeah you see the one nazi like his face kind of like collinge inside and start to like burst into flames and melt yeah the other guy's like like the eyeballs are left yeah in the, in the eye sockets yeah. too yeah the one guy his face melts off then his muscles melt and then everything like just, just melts into like goo Kids movie, creepy, yeah. Kids movie, great kids scene. Movie. But like, honestly, like that's so great. Like, that's so great. Like, it is a really like, cool scene. Justice is certain. Like, but wow. it's it's scary. Like, it's even scary. as an adult, that's a scary yeah. scene to see. He's like, wow, you waited the whole time for this movie. Like, what a climax, dude. Yeah. Like, you see these people's faces melting off. It's yeah. just like, oh, it's iconic. <laughs> uh, it kills every other Nazi. They don't yeah. open their eyes. They're just screaming around. Things are flying around them, but they all fly into the ark. The thing closes and, yeah. All the Nazis die. Yeah. That are there, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Except yeah. except for Mary and Indy. Mary and Indy, who are not Nazis, they just right. <laughs> Maybe that's why they just want to kill some Nazis. Yeah, it's like they like <laughs> yeah, just kill some Nazis. But at that point, they get back to the U.S. Right. But I have a big question: How? Well, <laughs> it's like the dark. Sal- it's Salas like, or Salas or whatever must, must have helped them. But they're on some Nazi base, some island. They must have carried that arc all by themselves. They had to carry themselves all the way back to all where the Nazi, to the Nazi base. 
where the Nazi base is probably still filled with Nazis, and then stolen some submarine, and then also maybe this is where I start. I started to be like, this movie is like, why end it like this? Okay, it's like I'll the dark. It's like the Dark Knight Rises though. Like, how did you get back to Gotham? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, like you're stranded somewhere with no money, no anything, and you yeah. still got back there somehow. In, in that was closed than, down in, in less, less than like six months. Or less whatever. than like a few hours or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, it's been Days. like six months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, they get back. Indy's meeting with the government eight people again, and he's like, "All right, the Ark is being kept in a safe spot." He's like, no, wh- "What do you mean safe spot? Where, yeah. like, where is it?" He's like, "Oh, we have top men inspecting it, working on it." Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who top? Men? Who is more top than like us who literally yeah. recovered it and like Indy or like these museum someone, people? Like one of his trusted and contacts. someone he like a colleague at least, yeah. someone he would have heard of. Right. And the, the government's like, "We have top men working on it." And he's like. You scum! You scumbags! And he he leaves in a huff. He's like they don't, they're just fools, you know. Yeah. They don't know what they got there. They don't yeah. know what they have. They don't realize. Miriam asks him like, "What happened in there?" And he's like, "Basically, he got shit on." Yeah. And they're not telling. And him you anything. also get a sense that the government is like, they probably don't even believe Indiana. Uh-huh. They're probably like, "Yeah, we got it back. Nazis don't have it, but yeah, you, they old all their faces melted off. Okay, yeah, and you like know. spirits came out, and yeah, yeah, we're just gonna throw this in some and then." We close out with yeah. We close out and uh, Marion's like you know they don't know what they got, but I know what I got here. Come on, let's go get a drink together. You know and she wants to go back to the fu- wow. She's playing with fire. She well she li- she loves him and yeah. then, but he and and Crystal Skull I guess it's revealed like he left like a week before their wedding like he's like yeah whoa you can't commit. You know? I've only seen the Crystal Skull once. But, yeah. yeah, me too. But wow, yeah, horrible dude. Marion's great. I love her. She's awesome. Because he, get, he gets punched again in the face in Crystal Skull. Yeah. Um, so they, they head off. And then we get a final shot of like the Ark being pulled in some in some crate in yeah. some warehouse somewhere in Area 51 or wherever it's at. Right. Just being locked away with a bunch of other artifacts. And, and then credits roll. And credits roll. See, this is where I'm, I'm pissed off. Why Why are you so I'm pissed, pi- though? Like, Is it really like that maddening or you're just like, disappointed? Both. Disappointed because of how maddening it is that they just leave it right there. It's bait, like I told you. It was kind of it's kind of a cliffhanger. Like, okay, yeah, we have this artifact. We're um, basically they fucked over India. They're like, hey, we'll pay you, and we're not going to tell you anything other than we have it, right? And then they see the guy wheeling out and drop. Story ends. But just like, what would you have wanted though? I don't know, because I feel like everything you need to know has been you know. Right, but I don't know. I just like I I didn't like how it ended. It's kind of abrupt. Would you want like Indy and Marion to have like a final drink or it like was a final really, conversation? I didn't like how abrupt it was, and I didn't like that they're just like that they just store it up and lock it away and that's it. Like that's like really. It makes sense to me, but it, I, no, I, it, I get how it's I get how it'd be frustrating and be disappointing, right? Because I, you you expect like some kind of final like, like end end game. You get a final dance or you yeah. know some, something to some, kind of end it. You know. Yeah. But they don't give you that. They just get you like they. Well, I mean, that you know everything you need to know, and it's like, all right, right. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's extremely disappointing. So overall, we finished the movie. We talked about it. Yeah. You still feel the same way. You still feel like it's a horrible. Like you don't like it. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Never. Not because not because I don't like it. Just because I'm just like it wouldn't be my first pick. Would you be intrigued to watch other ones? Yeah. Okay. I would. Yeah. Just at least at least give it a fair shot. Like. Okay. Because, like, I mean, Indiana Jones is still a cool franchise. It's right. still cool. Like, everything about it we've talked about, like, oh, it's cool. Right, because like, I remember you you were the one who got me into Star Wars. Like, I hated Star Wars before. Like, I couldn't stand it. I thought it was stupid. I, just, I thought it was boring. It was long and then just, like, whatever. But then you got me to watch the original trilogy, 
I had I got into. I it. had to have you watch the original unspecialized. Yeah, just the original original one. Because the specialized out. ones are full Trash. of CGI and stuff, yeah. and you, it's just like you're trying to show someone new to this thing, and they're like, "What? Why does it look like it was made in 1977, then added horrible 90s CGI?" Yeah, because that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and and like it doesn't hold up. But if you watch the original unaltered one, it just looks like an a movie that still holds up. Some of the right. special effects you don't even realize they're all miniatures and stuff. Right. But yeah. But just kind of like with Star Wars, I'm willing to give the originals a chance. So I'm, wi- I'm willing to watch it. And do you like this more than Crystal Skull? I mean, you've only seen both of them once at this point, but... Honestly, I won't, because I've only seen Crystal Skull once, and I don't even really remember most of it, I, I couldn't tell you. There's nothing good about Crystal Skull that holds up more than this one. Like, there's no there's no awesome action moments that you can remember. I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna watch all, all four movies. Okay. I'm gonna watch the original three, and then watch Crystal Skull again. Okay. Uh, my favorites are Raiders and Last Crusade, because I... Those both okay. deal with Bible stuff. They both deal with, like, awesome artifacts and, like, okay. Nazis, and it's, like, it's core Indiana Jones for me. The other right. two, I can care less about. But who knows? You might be different. Like, oh, yeah. no, this is all about this, you Well, know? I mean, I've never even seen it, so, yeah, I, I'm coming in it. I'm coming with it with like blind, blind eyes, but so. you, but overall, it's good. But do you hate it as much as you did when we? Because you're like, oh, I'm about to shit on this thing, but you didn't really shit on it very much. I I feel like I was in comparison to you, how you love it. I'm gonna shit on it. That didn't that didn't no, happen though, right? But I don't know. Like I, it just wouldn't be my first pick of a movie to watch. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't my favorite franchise either. Huh. Like as a kid, I was watching other stuff before I watched, right. but I still quite enjoyed it and put it on from time to time. Right. I wasn't like, I can't wait for the Indiana Jones toys to come out. You know, like <laughs> you know what's funny is that I feel like this would be a, a good date first date movie. Really? Yeah, because the first date movies you're just you're just like you're watching it, but you're not really there to watch it, right? You're there to like, okay, let me put my arm around her, and maybe we can make out or whatever. I've been doing it all wrong. I've been trying to get watch the Batman trilogy. But I'm like, those are movies you want to watch. Like, those are the ones you want to like <laughs> the Dark sit there the Dark and like, trilogy? like, okay, are you watching? Are you watching? Yeah. I fuck the day. I want to watch Batman. <laughs> so she's trying, like, she's trying to like kiss you. You're like, no, hang on, it's the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this movie would be like a good first date movie because you're you're not really there to watch it. At least for me, for me at least. Well, it's a good it's a good thing to have on the background because if you look yeah. at it like, oh wow, cool, and then yeah. you keep having a conversation. Right. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. It would be a good first date movie. I feel like I don't know if the face melting stuff is a good first date. But by the end, you you hopefully got your game going on. You know, <laughs> you got two hours to get your game together. <laughs> you just, you finally are about to hold hands, and the movie ends. You're like, no, oh, man. <laughs> so close. All right, well, uh, that's about a wrap for this episode. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, you like it? I love it. Yeah. You know, biggest fan. I'm big fan. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're open to watching more of them. Oh yeah, totally. It's cool yeah. to get a perspective of someone who hasn't actually grown up because yeah. I mean, most people are like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones. You know. Yeah. Of course, it's great. Yeah. It's still weird that you haven't really watched it, but I was I was only really into well, not really into, but really only introduced to cartoons like Spider-Man and superheroes and stuff because that's what my father was into. So that's what we got was superheroes. So either way, yeah. thank you for joining me, oh, Julian. Anytime. Uh, if you liked this episode, thank you very much for listening all the way through. Yep. We have a whole bunch of other ones in our back catalog of other movies that people have grown up with, you know, uh-huh. childhood nostalgic movies. Go check them out. Check them out. Uh, all of our socials and stuff is in the description if you want to get in touch with us or have a questions about the show or a request for the show. We're always taking suggestions. Uh, and if you do want to support the show, there's support links in there as well. Yep. If you don't, we just want to listen and have fun. That's cool, too. Yep. Uh, until then. 
We'll see you next week. Yeah. See ya. Bye-bye.